That's why Rob is cool. Like, you don't know what lyrics he's saying. That's cool. Right. Yeah. It's almost like he sings like Dr. Now Speaks. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm looking at this uh, picture of our friend Eric Andre. Eric Andre, the comedian, who's done our show many, many times. And uh, Eric, um, he, he's a big picture of him walking around with Emily Ratajkowski, the beautiful girl from the Robin Thicke video. He's dating Emily Ratajkowski. She left, and what's his name, uh, Pete Davidson, for... A lot of hot chicks are doing this now. Where Eric Andre. They're dating, uh, you know, they're like, hey, you see, I don't have to go out with, like, the best-looking guy in the room. I go out with the funny guys. See? <laughs> and I like it. Now I like this trend. the comedians are the attraction. Now if comedians are the new hot guys. and um, It used to be rock stars and movie stars. <laughs> and now it's the funny guys. And it's a great picture of Eric uh, all dressed up on his date with Emily Ratajkowski. And she's smiling, so you can tell she's enjoying his funniness, his funny way. And um, and he has a smile. He looks like he won the pussy lottery in this picture. The cat who caught the canary. <laughs> I mean, I, I should show you this picture. Look at the smile on his face walking around with Emily Ratajkowski. Can you see that? Oh, my goodness. It's like he won the lottery. <laughs> I, well, that's what I just said. I know. Uh, Eric Andre. So I said to the guys, get it. Er Listen, we know him well. Let's get uh, Eric I don't on the think phone. He's going to talk to us. I think he's going yeah. to hide from us because, you know, he really would want to tell us everything, but he's not going to until it's all over. Well, he's always been an open book. He showed us his uh, penis the first time he came on the show and. Yeah, we know you what can, Emily is getting. <laughs> we know better than anyone that uh, I'm not even going to say big dick energy. I'm just going to say big dick, period. That's it. <laughs> but uh, funny guys are this year, 2023. We're seeing a trend already that funny guys are the new fashion accessory for hot women. Yeah. And um, But you also need to have a big penis like Pete Davidson or Eric you Andre. Think? Oh, you think yes. they know that these guys have big penises before they yeah. get involved? Emily Ratajkowski watches our show and saw his penis. And, uh, and that's how she knows. That's and, um, my next conquest. I've gone on record as saying I do not like uh, movies, scary movies with dolls that come to life. I do not like uh, Chucky. Uh, he freaks me out, Chucky. I've never watched any of the TV sequels because I get too weirded out by that. But you there is a the new original movie, Child's Play. Ch a child's play I watched and it freaked me the fuck out. Chucky scares me. <laughs> and I told you when I was a kid, I had puppets. 
And these puppets, and I'm talking about, I was a real puppeteer. I mean, I even worked sort of professionally. I, I was even asked to go on a road. Um, I don't know why my mother keeps telling Beth that I, I, there was no indication that I was special when I was young. Somebody I was offered, must have seen something, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, I was chosen to go on a, on a, a, a countrywide tour with professional puppeteers. Uh, but um, the funding ran out. Unfortunately, it would have been a big break for me. But <laughs> nevertheless, I, I was how a, well you would have done as a child star. You know, you'd be a big mess. Well, it would have been through the puppets, though. I would have been through the puppets. <laughs> oh, you think? Yeah, you yeah, think I was you a puppeteer. Could have stayed behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, no one was putting me on the camera. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but that, apparently, that wasn't enough to impress my mother to win writing awards or to. Uh, uh, go on the road with uh with with uh, puppeteers or you know professionals or your mother or to work, was hard to impress or to <laughs> or to get paid by old age homes to put on fiddler on the roof yeah yeah she only saw that school report card with the comment yeah. from the yeah. teacher yeah comment <laughs> <laughs> teacher comments like teachers know everything Howard's an idiot. You know, <laughs> really, I got I had the worst report cards. I mean, really <laughs> embarrassingly bad. My father would go and for, for, for penmanship, you don't need a brain. You don't even need a brain for penmanship. You just have to write neatly. And that is not true. And then I was called out for bad behavior in um, what what subject was it? it was like like homeroom or something. There was a notation and, and it was like. Just sit quiet. You'll get an A. <laughs> sit quiet. You homeroom. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 I, like it was something stupid, you know. Who knows what? But every, yeah, everything. But my mother, my, my mother said to Beth the other day when we were visiting. First of all, she goes, Beth, you're my best friend in the whole world. Right in front of me. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> and then like she goes, and Howard's teachers never saw anything special in him. She wants like, you she wants Beth to like you, like her better than you. Yeah. So she talks you down. And I guess I blew my lid because uh, Beth told me to calm down. I was like, hey mom, it was kind of hard to excel, I guess, when I was getting the shit beaten out of me every <laughs> fucking day in school. When I'm fighting I for my life. This visit. <laughs> When half my school was out of uh, 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 out of prison on furlough, it's like Harry going home to see the royal family. I can't believe my parents kept me in that dangerous of a neighborhood. I mean, it's crazy when I think about it. And even when I was, I remind her, I go, "Mom, I was, you know, I, I was asked to go on tour, and, and, and I, I performed at old age homes when I was young." And she goes. Your father put together the soundtrack for Fiddler on the Roof so you could do the puppet show. And she started giving my father the credit. Oh, no. Yeah. Skipped right over you. Right. Yeah, it was my father <laughs> who never did bullshit, never did shit in, in, in the entertainment business. <laughs> I could get so worked. I got worked up last night. I couldn't sleep. Really? Uh, yeah. Over this. Yeah. I get uh, I get upset. I keep telling you, you can't change them. You, I you can't fathom, you know, my kids were so precious to me. I can't fathom purposely putting them in a bad neighborhood. 
Well, they didn't for that do many that. Years. It changed on them. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, every other parent knew to leave that community who cared about their kids getting an education. My parents were like, we're not leaving. You're going to go to that school. We're not afraid of black people. Okay, I'm glad you're not. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't hear my knees yeah. knocking. Yeah, you don't you don't see what's going on at school, do you? I'm the one white guy and no one's too thrilled with me. Ay ay ay. It was too much to bear. I'll never forget the day they finally de- Oh, then my mother would go house hunting. Finally they announced to me, "Okay, we're going to leave Roosevelt." And you can look up Roosevelt, Long Island on the computer, and you'll read all about it. The school is set up like a prison. The state runs it. It's the only place in the country that happens. That's how bad my neighborhood was. I hear these guys talk about, you know, these rappers talk about the hood. I'm like, fuck you. I grew up in the hood. Where you grew up was a vacation. You call that <laughs> the hood. I grew up. Don't say that. Oh, don't say that. Well, let me tell you, you why. I have no idea. None of those schools were run by the state. Only my school. Me. But some a- of those schools should have been run by the state. Ask, ask Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy will tell you. He went to my school. Yeah. He knows. He knows. Ask Dr. J. Dr. J won't even admit he came from Roosevelt. He says he came from Freeport, which was no picnic. But I had a tough school. I had a tough neighborhood. I mean, I had, you know, there were guys, you know, they have to, after, after three o'clock, they, they didn't go, they didn't go to play a sport. They went, they went to, to, the, to, to prison. <laughs> they had a work release program. <laughs> there was a bus for them, took them to prison. Oh my God. Everybody was a gang. Everyone was all ganged up back then. Five percenters. Well, all these they were ahead gang- of their times then because I yeah. didn't know, you know, there were really no gangs. Uh, yeah. I had in, some gang in my neighborhood. I had the shit in your pants gang. That's why the gang I was in. <laughs> that was your gang. I had no gang affiliation. Uh, what were your colors? Brown. Uh, brown. All in my underwear. <laughs> oh my God. It was horrible. No, I was laying in bed last night thinking about like, like going. I, I had one friend, this guy, Alan, black man, black, black person my age. And he, he decided he wanted to be friends with me, but then we both got beaten for that. <laughs> And I'm like, well, how could my parents keep in that neighborhood? Then the, then the day came, my mother finally announced, we're going to leave. And then my father looked at me and goes, because of you, I got to sell my house because of you. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, yeah, because of me, motherfucker. That's right. I'm your son. I'm getting the shit beaten out of me here. Do they I ever care. thank you because their house, no. obviously, in Rockville Center, got more money when they sold it than they could have gotten oh, from yeah. a house in Roosevelt. No, I I thanked me. I go to my father. I went, hey, dude, by the way, because at the time he was like, oh, the houses are $50,000. <laughs> and I go, dude, like, I, I'm no real estate genius, but I bet you your house one day when you sell it will be worth a lot more money than the money. But, and sure enough. When they sold their house, they almost got like, um, not a million dollars, but like, you know, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't hear my father go, boy, my fifth, thank you. The fifty thousand dollar investment really paid off. Thank you for making me move. If he stayed in Roosevelt, he he bought that house for fourteen thousand dollars. I think the house would have been worth now, I think, like, like eighty thousand dollars. You know what I mean? He had to pay somebody to take it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that was a tough neighborhood. 
And uh, yeah, so then and then my mother goes, I uh, my parents would come home and I couldn't wait because I was dreaming of the new neighborhood I would go to. Mm-hmm. I would dream about it. I, my, my parents were out house hunting. And I'm like, oh, I hope they find a house in Merrick. Merrick was lily white. No, no, um, no, no one would hate me. And I was going to have this perfect life in Merrick. And I'm like thinking, I wonder if I'll live in North Merrick or South Merrick. Hmm. Then my mother came home. So, Mom, did you look for a house? We looked at some lovely homes. Oh, where? Merrick? No. Uh, Freeport. <laughs> I go, Freeport? Freeport was like Roosevelt. <laughs> Except they had like 10 white people instead of the one white family in Roosevelt. I go, Mom, what's with you? You're going to leave a black neighborhood to move to another black neighborhood? Freeport is not... Um, it's a lovely community. Lovely. I go, do you have, do you have complete colorblindness? Do you know that I'm getting the shit beaten out of me? <laughs> I'm like, why would we leave le- this house? What street is it on? A Kill Whitey Boulevard. Kill Whitey <laughs> Boulevard? You can't move to Kill Whitey Boulevard. It's a lovely block. Oh. I was like, I was filled with doom and gloom. It was like I was in a horror movie. Doomed to keep going to the same neighborhood. My mother was looking for a house in Freeport. I said, you cannot look. And it's beautiful in Freeport. We know many women. Can't we just move out of state? Yes, we're moving to Compton. <laughs> Compton. Oh. I mean, I was cursed. So they went to look. I said, can you just look for a house in Merrick? It's like I'm advising these two. Right. And How she, old are you at this point? You're, you're uh, a kid. No, I wasn't. I mean, I was uh, 15, 16, you know. Yeah, but you're not supposed to know about that stuff. The fact that you have now got to know neighborhoods and where's a good place to move I knew is an indication of no parenting. I knew where these other kids moved to who left mm-hmm. Roosevelt. I heard things like Jericho, Jericho, how biblical. (laughs) And it was like, I'd look it up and it would be like, oh, these lily white communities. And I'm like, I'm a white guy. Why am I not living in a white community? What did they look at? Did they look at schools? No. They look at. uh, No, no. My parents were completely like you should admire them in the fact that they're they're colorblind and, and certainly open to. All they love all races of people. My mother, you know, my mother never she was very liberal and I admire that. But I'm just wondering about the reality. All people are not the same. I don't care what color they are. My mother hated white people. I'm not kidding. Like she felt they were hypocrites. She goes, all these whiteies preach about how we should all live together. And then she said they all move to these lily white communities and they don't live with black people. And I go, Mom, can't you be more like white people? <laughs> can't you be a hypocrite just with this once? Why? Because I'm the one fighting the battle. I, you know, in other words, great that you think that, but you don't have to go to school every day. And the school really, it was a dangerous situation, to say the least. I can tell you stories that would make point. you. Didn't they judge your neighborhood by the quality of the school? No. Like, no. No. All right. No. My mother Crime was rates, anything. My mother was racist against white people. She did not like them. She had an aversion to them. So I 
So I ended up suffering. And then, and then, then they, um, I don't know, every week they go searching for houses. And then one week I finally got them to go to Merrick, which would be my Mecca. I knew kids <laughs> in Merrick. I had friends in Merrick. My friend Rita lived in Merrick. I was going to be very popular. I'd latch on to her and she'd introduce me to all her hot girlfriends. I was <laughs> going to, I plan. just, I had a plan. I had to get to Merrick. I knew one hot girl named Rita and I am sure Rita could have made me cool in the new neighborhood because I'd hang with her. I had a whole plan. All they had to do these two is buy a house in Merrick and let me go to Calhoun High School. Did they look in Merrick? I finally one weekend got him to go look in Merrick. Okay. My, my father comes home, boiling mad, staring me down. <laughs> He's, and I knew I did something wrong. My mother goes, we looked at those houses in Merrick. They were $50,000 and then you got to rebuild them. <laughs> you got to do a whole... We would have to add an entire floor to the house. I can't even get what I have here. And now I'm not going to get any money for our house in Roosevelt because of you. <laughs> I have to sell my house at a loss. Ay, ay, ay. What pressure? Well, forget it. They evidently looked at a house in my Mecca, Merrick, and it was too much money. 50,000 and plus my dad would have to pump another 10, 15 grand into a renovation. Yes. Which of course would have been a great investment. Those houses uh, are worth over million, a million dollars. Oh yeah. Those, yeah. Merrick, forget about it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. The schools are great. Everything's great. So I don't know. They went out on their own again. They wouldn't let me go look at houses. <laughs> they would never take you. No. My mother comes home. We bought a wonderful house. In they didn't my, even uh, run it by you. No, no. We are going to go to contract on a house in the Rockville Center. I go, what the fuck? I never heard of Rockville Center. That's got to be, there's got to be <laughs> something wrong. None of your friends wrong. ever went to Rockville Center. No, Rockville Center. Hmm. I don't know one kid. And, and I used to go to this Jewish summer camp. I knew these tons of Jewish kids. They were in Jericho, yeah. Merrick. I mean, I, I heard all the Rockville Center. I don't know one of these Jewish kids who went in the run. Well, I looked it up somewhere. I called someone. They go, oh, that's where they have the archdiocese. Oh, they hate the Jews there. They have a golf course that doesn't even let Jews in. I went, what? <laughs> I go, you guys can't buy this house. And, and I go, where exactly is it? They took me to it. It was right on the border of Baldwin. Oh. Which was a, another kind of Roosevelt community. I'm like, what the fuck is with these two? <laughs> <laughs> I got to Rockville Center. I was more of an outcast than I was in Roosevelt. I was praying to get back to Roosevelt. The kids were absolutely brutal. Could not be. The school had to be better, Howard. You killed Jesus. No, I didn't. Leave me alone. They taught us that. Ah, oh, man. What a fucking story. And my mother has the nerve when I when I'm taking care of I'm telling you, if you saw the bills, I'm taking care of my mother and father. Well, rest in peace. But I mean, uh, my I used to say to myself, well, if I ever get the chance, I'm putting these two in an old age home where they serve that <laughs> dog food. But meanwhile, I, you know, I'm too nice a guy. I got them top of the line, everything. And then I bring my mother. Then I bring my wife over to meet my, you know, see my mother. And 
You're my best friend. <laughs> Howard, thank you for bringing Beth to me, my best friend. Howard wasn't exceptional in school. You weren't exceptional either, honey. <laughs> I did the best I could with what I had. I was fighting for my life. Ah, what the fuck's the use? I got the psychiatrist later. I'll tell him. Well, the, the, the point is, you should be proud of yourself. Yeah, I should be. I'm not, but I Forget should be. Forget what they didn't do. Look what you did with what you were given. Hey, Gene, you're on the air in New Hampshire. Hi, Howard. Hi. Um, so I grew up in Rockville Center. Um, at oh, the time yeah. that you were um, there. And my brothers played for Southside, and we used, they used to play against Roosevelt. So my mother, of course, was like, come on, we're going. And we would go to Roosevelt to the game, and we would have a police escort in and a police <laughs> escort out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, don't be afraid of anybody. This is this is our place to be. We're allowed yeah, to be here. Good luck. Why are you was, kidding? My well, neighborhood. Like, if the police are with you. You get a well, police it, escort. Yeah, you deserve I, to be there. But this is what I'm telling you. Where did you ever hear of a community where you had to have police escorts for the football Never. team to come in and play? I remember when I was in uh, Roosevelt. Communities like that. Only there, well, now, there's not one white person but, in those communities. Well, my mother had people a, are afraid. My mother had to put me there. <laughs> I mean, I what the hell is, what was on her mind? And, and she goes, I'm not afraid. I'm good. You don't have to be afraid. I'm moving. I don't know about you. I was under their tutelage. I, I tell you, I remember where Roosevelt, my, my school would play Malvern. I got the, I, they say, do you ever go to the football games? I go, no, there'd be a huge, what they call a rumble. Oh yeah! Everybody, yeah. everyone had knives, and everyone would start stabbing each other. And I was like, "This yeah, is least, crazy! Is this what school is like?" I mean, basketball was indoors, so you're in a confined space. Oh dear! It was basketball. Yeah. It was basketball. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't stay hanging around to find out what was going on after school. Once that bell rang, I did a mad dash home. <laughs> oh no! My mother was like, "We're going. <laughs> it's not keeping yeah. us away." Well, but, good. Well, you had yeah. your police escort. Good for you, Gene. Well, Andrew, you're on the air. What's up with you? Hi, Howard. Now, Alan Prince was your friend in high school, right? Yes, that's correct. What, well, was there any, we, ever any white, I mean, black women that you were like dating that you brought home and dating? No, listen, <laughs> I, I listen. I'll tell you this: in my school, there were many, many beautiful uh, black and Hispanic women. There was no shortage of beauty. Howard, there was well, there was one girl. There was one girl named Judy who I was I, Judy. I was way into her. Uh, she was uh, in my high school, and uh, she big afro, big giant afro, skinny, very skinny. You know how I like my girls, Robin. <laughs> I like a big afro and thin, but with titties. Uh, this was like ninth grade, and I I uh, tried to pursue her in my own lame way, and she laughed at me. Are you kidding me? First of all, I was an outcast. Second of all, she said to me. Are you coming on to me? I go, yes, I am. And she said, are you crowd? I don't want to get the shit beaten out of me hanging around with you. And, and she was right. But, oh, I was I was madly in love with her. Yeah. I mean, I tried, but no one was having anything. Alan Prince years ago. He, he joined like, some commune or something? Or like, I don't know anything about him, but he was a very nice man. That's it. That's, I don't want to talk about it. It's enough. I talked enough about it. It's too painful. It's too painful. So you've never talked to Alan since you grew I think up? we had him on the radio, actually. Once, really? Years ago, I don't yeah. Lovely guy. Hey, listen, he wanted to be my friend, but uh, he too, he'll tell you the story. We were walking home together. We were going to go over my house. And uh, 
a, I don't want to say a gang, but a group of uh, people. <laughs> they didn't have to be a gang. You could have yeah. brought a gang together. Two opposing about, gangs would have teamed up on you. About seven to nine younger kids. They were younger than us, mm-hmm. but there were seven or nine of them. And they um, they they separated us out. Where are you going? Why are you two walking together? And we were like, hey, we're just going home. They beat the shit out of him, and they beat the shit out of me. And you couldn't, uh, you, you know, it was a lot of kids to fight. They were good fighters, these kids, you know. But uh, and then he looked at me, and I think he gave up. He said, "You know, I, I, I just can't do." Oh, well, this. how many beatings are you supposed to take? That's the thing. I mean, we didn't you're have not, any. you're not that much fun. <laughs> and then I go home, and I would never say to my mother, um, "Yeah, you know," or maybe I did. I don't know. I just said, "Yeah, we got beaten up," and but my mother would be like, nah, "Not phased by it." Oh, that's that's too bad. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with her. It was really just a horrible. You never, horrible... you never got taken to school to the principal, and then your mom was telling them what you were, how you uh, were well, being treated. Well, no, I never. I knew that would be trouble. There was. There were two guys who were really tough guys. They, they uh-huh. were they were older. They had been left back a couple of times, and they had a whole shakedown business. And their shakedown business was me because I was the one white guy. And um, and uh, they would hit you up for money, but I never had extra money. I only had my lunch money. So then they wanted to receive payment. They would walk by my lunch tray and grab the food right off the, with their hand, grab the yeah. food off the plate, yeah. and eat it. That was their payment. Which was not humiliating at all in front of the whole school to see my whole lunch being grabbed. And uh, I was like, it was what like, the it fuck? It sounds like prison, really. It was, you know, it like, was, it was no, no different. Rede- redemption. I went to prison. That my <laughs> mother, and my mother has the nerve to say, well, gee, you didn't excel academically. Excel academically? <laughs> you think I paid attention? I was like Waldo in the Van Halen video. I was shaking. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I had people robbing me and shaking me down. And then finally it got so bad my mother finally went to there was a dean of boys appointed mr hecht and he was brought in to try to calm these kids down because they were criminals and um but mr hecht must have been scared of them or something my mother went in and told mr hecht what was going on and i wanted to kill myself because i knew what was going to come so this dude Irvin, who used to shake me down he came running into shop class. You. Now, mind you, there's a teacher present. It makes no difference. The teacher will not intervene. You. Stand up, he goes. I stood up. Did you tell on me? Uh, and, and then I used to speak with a, um, uh, you know, I'd go, no, man. I didn't tell on you. Because <laughs> if you acted like you knew how to speak English, you were more fucked. Because then you were talking all fancy. I go, no, oh, man, I didn't God. tell on you. That's how I talked. And uh, the guy goes, you told on me. These kids were good. They knew how to, they were, they were criminals. And he goes, I think you did. You told on me. He took his hand. He started choking me. And I started to pass out. I couldn't breathe. Teachers just standing there watching the whole interaction because obviously uh, he wasn't going to interfere because he didn't want to get the shit beaten. But class is not going on. He's not. Oh, it's going on. (laughs) Yeah. He took a piece of chalk and threw it at me. (laughs) <laughs> and and said I was causing a problem in class while I'm being choked out. I, I am not bullshitting you. I'm swearing to God this has all happened to me in my life. The teacher wings a piece of chalk at my head because he would not dare wing it at this guy, Irvin. 
because Irvin would have fucking killed him. Would have tried. And I'm not him, kidding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then gotten back to you. He's choking me, and I remember going, I think I'm going to black out. And I go, I didn't tell. I didn't tell. And and he goes, okay, I believe you. So, obviously, Mr. Heck didn't tell Irvin who had squealed. And uh-huh. I was smart. I played it smart. So, I got off the hook. You know. But uh, if I had told on him and he found out, I wouldn't be sitting here with you today. I'm telling you, I wouldn't have been. I would have been it. Lights out. It was, it, and it there was, was the worst. no point at which, you know, because what did, what did, uh, more, uh, was it Morgan Freeman? What did Morgan Freeman say to uh, the white guy in Shawshank Redemption? To you got me, Robin. <laughs> I was too busy getting my ass kicked to watch that. <laughs> I was so fucking traumatized. When my parents finally moved me to this Rockville Center, all these whiteies, I was more scared of the whiteies than I was of anything else because uh, I, I just didn't even know how to talk to them. I didn't know how to function in front of them. I, I was so far behind academically. I wouldn't, I refused to talk in classes. Like teachers would ask me a question and I would not. And then they call me in afterwards and they'd say, you're going to need to talk in class if you want to pass. I was a freak. People thought I was a freak. And I said, um, I can't do that. Why not? You better why get not? over it. Yeah. Why not? They didn't give a shit. Good Lord. Yeah. It was fucked up, man. I was, I mean, I needed fucking help. I asked my, I did go to my father and say, I think I need to speak to a psychiatrist. And he took his fist and he said, here's your psychiatrist. I'm going to ram it down your throat. And I was like, fuck, I guess I don't need one. No help. Yeah, it was you. a lot of good time. A lot of good times. A lot of good times. Yeah, but, uh, I can't, this is, you know, the thing. Um, I had a bad childhood. But I don't. You dwell sure on did. It. Yeah, I, I don't do. Dwell on it. I you, do. Do you? It's still keeping you up at night. Yeah, I get angry because I can't fathom how I, you will you do never that. be able to fathom it. So I can't get over. Why it. don't you give it up? You sound like uh, my mother. Just go to school. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> no, no, I. You don't have that situation anymore, and this no. isn't helping you have a wonderful life. No, I won't leave the house. I don't like people. I'm afraid of them. I was a sensitive kid. It was it was awful. Um, but uh, you know. But you know, I'll tell you what, Robin, and and I'll, and I'll bring you over to the dark side. You should try being bitter. It's very satisfying. It gives me a, a very full day. Uh, I like being bitter. It takes up a lot of time. It you does. Know, you know, you're busy all the time. Yeah, like I don't sit and worry because uh, I don't have time to worry. I'm too busy living in the past. <laughs> I recommend it. But uh, it was crazy, crazy upbringing. But, uh, you know, and then my mother goes, it's a good thing I did that. You wouldn't have anything to talk about on the radio. <laughs> Thanks for the material. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Thanks for Please the memories. Don't say anything. Well, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to dwell on it. Let's move on. Let's move on. What's the difference? No, I you know, mean, you know, you can talk about anything. Like I could talk about my childhood, but I'm not enraged. 
Right. You know, that, I don't well, you, have this emotion listen, about it. You are very evolved. Uh, I've told you this before. There's no one on the planet like you. No, uh, that's, that's uh, no let me say something. Me. Not You're at all. Silly. No, I'm telling you, you are one of a kind, Robin Quivers. No, I'm uh, not. Yes, a you lot are. Of people can move on you, because there's nothing you can do about the past, Howard. Nothing. Thank you. Absolutely, Robin. You made me feel better already. This is why no, I love no, being no. around you. I'm telling you that yeah. the past is just where it belongs. In the past, the only people keeping it present are the people who are still caught up in how it felt and how wrong it was and, you know, uh, the failure and the the lack of love and support and nurturing that you deserved, you know, like all of that, you're still living. Are you on social media? I want to follow you. Uh, you're very inspiring. <laughs> Come on, we're going to go on a gratitude <laughs> walk. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. Uh, my gratitude walk. Uh, I went on an Oprah gratitude walk, and I got to tell you, uh, it was miserable. I did not like it. Everything went wrong. Everything I was gra everything I was offering gratitude flew away in one fell swoop. All right, listen. Um, uh, I have a thing called misery memory walks, where you walk around and you remember your past, and it's wonderful. Beth's been on a few of them. Yeah. I know. And what is she always saying? She's saying, "Can you quiet down and just walk and walk faster?" Beth, by the way, now is very angry with me. We go on a walk every Why? day, and now, well, she, she wants me to walk faster, and I go, "Honey, I'm you know when I met you." I was a runner. I ran way faster than you. But you got to recognize I'm not the guy I used to be. I can't, you know. I mean, uh, you know, I'm trying to keep up. But she, you know, she's all fit. You should have seen her dinner last night. She had all processed foods and then topped it off with a bag of um, uh, Reese's pretzels covered in chocolate and peanut butter. Oh. Wow. And yeah. And I go, how is it you look like you? It's not an and ounce have of that fat. energy and all yeah. that. Yeah. She goes, I know it's very bad. She goes, well, at least I eat yogurt in the morning. I go, well, that's true. We looked up her brand of yogurt. They say, you know, yogurt is very good for you, except for one brand. It's very processed. <laughs> it's our brand of yogurt. <laughs> it's probably not even yogurt. Yeah. By the way, on our phone is John Benet Ramsey who wants to talk to us. Yes, John yes. Benet, how are you? Yes. Hey, you think you had a bad childhood? Well, I had a horrible childhood. First of all, I was forced to perform in those pageants, okay? All I right, wish. you win. Get off the phone. <laughs> Dare you. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, you whine as much as Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah, Prince Harry. Oh, my God. Now, I keep forgetting. I don't know. Maybe it's a, a, a subconscious or unconscious thing. But uh, that Prince Harry on 60 Minutes, I keep meaning to watch it. I videoed it uh -huh. because uh, when he whines, first of all, he's not particularly exciting to listen to. He's very monotone no. and flat. And I want to watch his interview because it's more whining. And but but listen, in my mind, at least I got something to whine about. He's in the royal family. They pay all your bills. You get you get everybody waiting on you. I mean, come on. You can't whine about that. You get hot chicks. I would I would have traded places in two. In fact, I'm writing a movie where uh, Prince Harry gets to live in Roosevelt, Long Island, and I get to be in the royal family. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but I, I got to watch this guy because um, 
it's almost like he met that woman, Meghan Markle, and she uh, she's got him under a spell. Well, I don't know that that is true, because in this latest installment of Revelations, it seems that it was a fairy tale that those two boys got along before Meghan Markle ever showed up. And there was the pair and the, you know, the the air and the spare jealousy because William was treated differently than Harry. Because William is eventually going to be king. And Harry's yeah. just standing around in case something happens to William. I so see. So there was a lot of discrepancy in the way they were, were treated. Uh, then their mother dies in a tragic way. And they're, you know, they're still pretty young and nobody's talking to them about it. You know how you talk about yeah. your, your losing a parent? And mm. nobody really says anything to you. Uh, that was basically how they left it. There was no support, no. And then dad is immediately, you know, he's with Camilla and, you know, he's like, oh, Off doing geez. his thing. Yeah. That's the woman who, you know, t- broke up my mother and father. And, you know, well, maybe you're right. And they realized that, um, Charles well, was you know always what? in love with Camilla. I guess you know what it is, Robin. I think when Oprah first did the interview with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, I was like, okay, I'll cut this kid some slack. You know, his mother died when he was young in weird way and paparazzi and Prince Charles evidently was a shitty father and all that. And I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Jesus Christ, how many times can you milk that story? But then again, here I am milking my Roosevelt story. So maybe I ought to shut my <laughs> mouth about him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe I, maybe I got to keep quiet. I'm going to call um, you Prince Howard. <laughs> but Prince Harry was a white guy who did get to live with white people. Uh, let's, let's say that. I mean, um, you know. Uh, well, they weren't uh, nice though, those white people. Your mother was see? right. <laughs> my mother's right. My mother does not like white people. She doesn't. <laughs> I think white people treated her very badly, you know, and uh, that was it. Anyway, I was going to tell you, I do not like movies that have, you know, dolls that come to life. I don't like it. Never liked it. Chucky freaked me out. But I am thinking of going to, I mean, I'm not going to a movie theater, but I'm sure it'll be out uh, streaming. I was, gonna, right? I was in shock when you said, I'm thinking of going. No, I'm not thinking of going anywhere. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Megan, have you heard about this? They made it, I, for, it just got on my radar because yeah. of the ratings it had uh, at the box office last week. Made and 30 million. talking about it. It, it made only 30 took million. 12 million to make that movie. And it made, and it 30, made million. 30 million. So it's already in profit. Megan is a, um, a doll, but the doll is created by AI. And this little girl who is very lonely gets this doll and the doll is told to protect her at all costs. No matter what, no one is allowed to hurt her. And then the doll starts going rogue. You know, you can't even turn her off. And I got to admit that shit freaks me out. But, uh, you know, because when I was a kid, trying it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of trying it because it, it looks pretty good. I got to say, and I have but, to but, tell you, know, you, I was like, how do I get to a movie theater? I've got to see this. Well, Something talking about new. talking about living in the past. I mean, you know, I was I was a puppeteer and I had all of these puppets 
And I used to re- I, I stopped using my puppets because I got this weird feeling that they had a they had a and they a maybe they would life? come to life. Yeah, yeah, because they were down in my basement. <laughs> I had a little puppet stage and I used to go down there alone to kind of work out my shit with the puppets. And I'd be like starting to like feel like they were just looking at me the wrong way. And then I started having nightmares that my Jerry Mahoney ventriloquism dummy was attacking me in my sleep like it came out of the <laughs> closet. Because it, it lived in the upper shelf of my closet. And I just had really weird feelings. And then that Twilight Zone came out where Talking Tina came to life. And that episode scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. And And it was just like, fuck. And I got rid of those puppets. I started to put on sex shows with the puppets, and then I, I corrupted them, and I, I ruined the whole thing. And even my mother used to be like, why don't you play with your pomper anymore? But I wasn't going to sit and tell her, you know, I think the puppets are coming to life. But um, so I packed these puppets up, and I just took them out of storage yesterday. I've really? had them for, I've had them over 50 years. I took them out of storage. I didn't even know you still had them. I have them all, and now they're in my garage, and I'm like, should I unbox them? Have you Will looked be, at them? What if they're angry? Not yet. Because I'm like, I'm still sort of childishly freaked out by them, and I have to go deal with them. The pirate, the old man, the caterpillar, all of them are in the box in my garage, and I've locked them up for 50 years. How are they going to feel about me and what I've done to them? <laughs> Banish them to a box in a warehouse in Jersey. But now they're here and they're back. And now, you know, I thought it'd be exciting to get them back. And now all of a sudden I'm having the weird feelings again. What were you going to do? Were you going to put on puppet shows? You know were what you I might do? That? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm thinking <laughs> of doing that again. I am. I'm, you know. For the for the younger people that I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got my dummies and everything. You got you Jerry know. Mahoney? Well, I've got a Jerry Mahoney. I've got some other they call them figures. You're not supposed to call them dummies. Figures. I have other figures. But my Jerry Mahoney is eyes move. He's very lifelike. <laughs> and he will fuck you up. You can spin his head around like in The Exorcist. Right. You can you move his mouth moves really well and his eyes. I bet you that you know. Bet you nowadays they even have better ones, but I'm sure. They almost but, you know, to... those were that was another scenario that was very very scary. I don't know if you remember the Twilight Zone where the guy's puppet was really in charge of everything. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and, you the, know, the, 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 really the ventriloquist. Wasn't... Yes. Yeah. And the puppet was, it turned out, was the, the mastermind and the ventriloquist was the dummy. That's right. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm telling you, these puppets, you can't trust them. <laughs> I don't know. They're, 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 they're freaky. Oh, it's Andrew Dice Clay. Hey, hey, Dice. Hey, Howard, how's everything going? You know, I'm listening to you, to you talk about these fucking dolls, you know? You can't trust these fucking robot dolls. You ever hear of them? Yeah, yeah robot one doll. Of, yeah, I bought one of these Japanese fuck robots, you know? Oh. The thing goes fucking haywire, broke my dick like a twig. <laughs> You know, I wound up coming in it too much. I melted the fucking circuits. Ow! 
<laughs> You're such a real man. I love it. Well, that's, you see, you melted the circuits and the, pu and the puppet broke your dick. Yeah, and I tried the romance, you know, with Domo Arigato, Miss Horobato. Oh! <laughs> you still got it, Dice Man. I tell you, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, you got the you got the manual here. I got to press control, Lord delete, and jiggle the clit. I can't figure these fucking things out. <laughs> Uh, the you bitch just want... downloaded herpes on me. It's fucking <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's terrible, Dice Man. I tell you, you can't trust no, these who sex else robots. Who else was she with? Who else was she with? <laughs> who the fuck knows? Some other fucking scumbag. You know, I thought I'd love it, though. You know, I'm tired of these real broads, you know. All, sure. You know, all these fucking fun of the tits without the annoying yapping and, and <laughs> having the... Take them uh, out to dinner to force food down their fucking throat. It's nothing. It's one exchange and you got a robot pussy in your lap. Right. Robot pussy is the way to go, I guess. All right. Thank you, Dice. I appreciate the wisdom of uh, stay away. Dice says stay away from these uh, sex robots. You can't trust them, right? That's right. That's my PSA for the morning. Ow! Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Dice, Good man. advice. Yeah. Good advice. On our phone is one of my puppets that's in the garage right now. Yes, how are you? Hey, howdy, how you been? You don't want to play with us anymore? Well, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I loved you guys when I was young, but I got a little freaked out that you would hurt me or do something bad to me. And come to yeah, we never hurt you. We loved you, too. <laughs> All right, put him back in the box. Yeah, yesterday I was going to go open the box and look at all of them, and then I went, oh, no. You know, so maybe. what are you going to do? What's your plan? Do you have a plan to, to get they're in the box? They're really creepy, my puppets. Like, like one's, um, some are from England. Uh-huh. And, you know, and like, I could see, like, in England where they put uh, a spell on them. and you know. Wait a minute. Mister, I don't believe in any psychic stuff or any I don't believe in any or... of that. No. So I how know. could this be happening? <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain it. It's happening to me. <laughs> it's just weird. You, if you saw them all, like, hanging there, you would be like, ooh, this looks, this looks off. Weird. <laughs> well, you know, no. you even got. Remember when there was that Whalen, William Flowers, Flowers Madam, and Madam, yeah. famous ventriloquist. You could, you he would, you either talk to Madam. Or yeah, that was weird. Him. Yeah, I interviewed him, and he goes, "Well, you have to decide. Do you want to interview me, or do you want to interview Madam?" I go, "Aren't you guys the same person? <laughs> Can I talk to both of you?" And he goes, uh, "Nope." I, I said, "Really." I was like, oh, gee, that's awfully limiting, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I guess I'll, I guess I'll talk to, uh, who did I talk to? I think I talked to Madam. I think you talked to Madam. I think it would have been a lot more interesting to talk to Waylon Flowers because, uh, he was the, the guy going, Hey, you can't talk to both of us. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I said to him, can I do like a little shtick with the puppet and then break away and talk? No, 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 I don't do that. I go, oh, okay, dude. Well, <laughs> let me talk to your puppet then. <laughs> I guess I'll choose the puppet because you're kind of weird. I always thought, what is that puppet doing <laughs> to him when we yeah. aren't looking? 
Well, I guess the <laughs> puppet is the one I'll talk to. Yeah, I remember uh, Pee Wee was the same way. Pee Wee Herman, the great yeah. Pee Wee Herman, who uh, I loved that show. But Pee Wee was like, you want to talk to Pee Wee or you want to talk to Paul Rubens? And I'm like, uh, really? Can I talk to both of you? He goes, nope. I go, all right. I think I'll talk to. Uh, guess I'll talk to Pee Wee. <laughs> God, I love that guy. I I, I feel bad. Yeah, for he's Pee-wee. a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they didn't want him doing a kid show anymore once he got caught jerking off in a, a movie theater. But it's kind of hard to, to explain to the parents that you know it's okay. He goes to porn theaters and jerks yeah, but, off in public. Ah! But Pee Wee didn't jerk off in a porn theater. It was Paul. I don't know who did it. <laughs> who was that? <laughs> it didn't bother me. I'm like, hey, you know. I mean, it, it bothered you didn't me in the take sense your that children to see him. No, but. <laughs> I, I still wish he could have done Pee Wee because that was a good character. But anyway, he could do no, Pee Wee. I, I never understood. I never understood. Right, I never understood jerking <laughs> off in a public place. I don't get that. I like Especially being by myself. When you, do, uh, you know, when you do a kid show, you just gotta rein it in. Yeah. If you're freaky. Hey, Lisa, what's up? Ah! Hey, it's uh, Lisa. Hey, it's Lisa the Six. Listen, I don't know if you saw this, Howard, but in the 70s, I was a kid in the 70s, there was these three scary stories. I think it was the ABC, one of them, super racist. It was like this African doll, and there was a chain on it, and it fell off, and it chased the woman of the house around with the fucking the biggest, like, machete you've ever seen. I had nightmares <laughs> my childhood. Yeah. Did you see that? It freaked no, me uh, out. And my mom... <laughs> This is my this is 1970s parenting. I don't I don't want to she talk about puppets it. anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's upsetting me. Yes, Phil, you're on the air. Go ahead. How's it going, Howard? Hey, bu- hey, buddy. Uh, I've been listening to you for a long time. I actually grew up listening to you, and uh, I was wondering, like, I know a lot about like what you were talking about about your parents and where you grew up. Do you ever look back on it and think that maybe it's what made you who you are today? No, 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 I don't. I don't think about, you know, that's my mother's rap. Like yeah, she had some master plan to make me into a radio person. I'm like, no, I didn't need all that aggravation to become a radio guy. I would have talked about no, something No, but else. it's made you into the paranoid, uh, fearful. It's made you tenacious. Look how hard it was. Made me, you know what? It made me mentally ill. Yeah. Thank you, mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I thank her for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> did it make you into the man you are? Well, yeah, I guess it did. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's all complex. And like, right, you know what? I'm like Robin. I'm not looking back. I want to move forward. How do you like that? <laughs> I tell you, she's right. No, I was so glad to get out of my house. I couldn't wait to forget them. Good for you. But anyway, this <laughs> mo- new movie, Megan, I'm thinking about seeing that. Can we get and, a screening um, and we can sit in the four corners of the theater? Yeah, we Hello? can do that. Yeah, let's well, do that. Yeah. <laughs> Where? <laughs> uh, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, by the way, I didn't. I didn't realize. You know, you going on your vacation when we took our two weeks at the end of the year. You went to Vietnam and Thailand and Cambodia, I believe. You went to a lot and of places. Laos, and, yeah. Laos and uh, what a horrible name for a country, Laos. I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't you know, think they a, know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they don't know Laos means like like a creepy person. What a Laos. Um, it sounds like the singular is lice. 
<laughs> yes, there are many louse in the in the fur. Anyway, no, they gotta uh, many... go to a far place piece to get to like Laotian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it sounds lay miserable. <laughs> but uh, they can't go. We have many louses here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you a louse? <laughs> yes, I am. I was born here. My whole um, family is. So many people writing me, they love my Vietnam stories. You know, it really is painful for me to, you know, once I got out of high school, of course, I joined the military and went into Nam. And uh, They made you, know, you a man, right? They made me the man I am today. If anything, I thank the United States military for turning me into the real man you know now, the man who could kick your ass and uh, could take you out with just uh, hand-to-hand combat. Um, uh, I don't like to brag and I don't like to talk about Vietnam, but... A lot of people do know that um, most of my kills were done through hand-to-hand combat or exploding whole villages, like b- bombing them uh, with grenades. Um, I used to call it fishing. I would throw what? a grenade. Well, I would throw <laughs> a grenade into a village and see what blew out. Oh, and uh, yeah, you know that. I mean, I'm not proud of it. And you know what? I don't. Yeah, I, didn't I don't know choose. You called it fishing. I mean, you've you told know. me many of these stories, but the fishing thing is no. But uh, I want to thank so many of you for writing and saying you enjoyed my stories about Vietnam. It was very painful for me to bring it up, but Robin knows this. In, the, in my high school yearbook, I was voted uh, most likely to commit war crimes. Uh, they, <laughs> they weren't war crimes, and I'll defend my actions to this day. They were the enemy. Well, I was I trained. Know, Howard, you didn't I was really trained. check to see who was who. There was no time to check. <laughs> okay, did I kill some innocent civilians? Probably. But I, I dare you to prove it in court. <laughs> A lot of people know this story, and this is the last story I'm ever telling about Vietnam. And I swear to you, I only did what I thought was right so we could win. Uncle Nam didn't have good things to say about you. <laughs> You've never been in active, uh, in active war, but, uh, no, I you haven't. know. You'll do anything to protect yourself and your and your teammates. And so you do some things like um, Robin thinks this is gross, but I, I, I bit the head off a child. And um, later on, by the way, Ozzy Osbourne ripped me off by uh, biting <laughs> off the head of a. You inspired him. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible, horrible things. Sometimes I even think the reason I won't look at my puppets. Is because the uh, they remind me of like the mummified Vietnamese people that I killed, and uh, they'll come back and get me. Yeah, you did a lot of burning. Burning. I I, sometimes I go bowling. That's where I would (laughs) toss grenades into uh, a village and see how many pins I'd knock down. (laughs) I would bite the heads off my victims, and I quite frankly tasted like chicken. Oh. But, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But I did what I had to do. And only military people understand that. Well, you know, I guess the good thing is you came back alive. That's it. And I'm here to entertain you now. <laughs> Let's put the past in the past, Robin. That's my philosophy since you mentioned it five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. My puppeteering skills came in handy when I was in Nam. How sometimes, so? well, uh, sometimes I would take, if I killed a whole village, 
I would take a man, a woman, and a child and uh, string them as puppets, and I would entertain uh, the rest of the uh, living. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the, what, did you entertain the troops that way? Yeah. Uh, Bob Hope came, and uh, <laughs> I was his opening act with my dead people puppets routine. People loved it. Well, that's what happens in war. I'm not like yes, that anymore. Yes, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. I, don't fuck with me, <laughs> is my motto. As Norm MacDonald would say, don't go to war with the world. Right. <laughs> I think uh, the drawer full of medals that I have kind of prove I was right. That is my proof. That's all I needed. Well, you did what you were told to do. Um, I, I think you would see it differently mm, now, I hope. I have seven Purple Hearts. The most decorated soldier of all time. Can we look you up? Yeah, go ahead, Google me, you'll see. <laughs> seven Purple Hearts. <laughs> and three other medals, I don't even know what I did to get them. <laughs> Were you at least high when you did these things? I mean, never. You always no. you never say that, oh... Would I get high afterwards? Sure. To celebrate? Oh, of see. course. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Uncle Nam said that a lot of you guys went to drugs and stuff because of the we did. horror of war. I'm sure I did some heroin. I'll admit it. <laughs> it was hard. I remember one time just to relieve the stress, I I'd, uh, wiped out a village. And I remember reaching into the body of one of the women I had just blown up. And I pulled out her pancreas and I played hacky sack with the other troops uh, to release our our attention. And sometimes, well, I don't even want to tell you. Well, I'll tell you this. And then, really, it's too painful to talk about, so don't keep asking me questions. But one time I was so mad at my commanding officer because he was a coward. He would tell me, don't blow up the village. Wah, wah, wah. Well... I got him back. I had killed this one gentleman, and I, I cut off his ball sack. Gentleman, you call him. You killed a yeah, gentleman. <laughs> I did. He was a gentleman. And uh, I killed him in hand-to-hand -hand combat. And after the yeah. battle, I cut off his ball sack. And I took his nuts, and I slipped them in my commanding officer's wonton soup. It was wonton <laughs> soup day. And he ate this guy's balls. Uh, and he liked it. Yeah. Balls taste like chicken. They were not dumplings. Yeah. Yep. Well, anyway, I, it's too painful. I don't I'm, want to talk I'm about sorry it. that all of these, you know, because I can see they're just like flashbacks coming back. I'm not proud. I'm not proud of it, but I did what I had to do. And like most soldiers, I don't like talking about the best. You know? Well, would you like to go back to Vietnam to have Never. closure? Never. No. No, I might run into too many people who were hurt by me. You know, those wonderful people are forgiving, but not to me. I'm afraid I'll run into Uncle Nam, whose arm and eye I took out. But I did it for my country. I remember when I removed Uncle Nam's eye from his eye socket, I played marbles with it right in front of him. <laughs> I don't think he's looking to see me, and I'm not looking to see him. That's right. But I did it for my country, and that's it. I don't want to talk about it. There you go, Robin. Up on the music. 
my Vietnam music. <laughs> Sometimes a man has to do what he has to do. Well, that's what war is. I don't know why we don't stop it. Look what a man will become. I'm anti-war now. man. Right. I'm anti-war now. But back then, did Uncle Nam happen to mention to you what I did with his feet? I, no. um I came in, I cut off one of his feet, and I played Frisbee with it. <laughs> uh, uh, frisbee. Foot Frisbee, they call it. Can you imagine? Yeah, I don't think Uncle Nam uh, knew where his foot or leg or arm. Right. When I when well, I removed his actually... leg. All <laughs> uh, right. He his didn't arm. have a leg. <laughs> yeah, I told you I picked I picked my nose with his arm. <laughs> well, back then we had to make our own fun. So, whatever you whatever you had to do. All right. Look, I don't want to uh, talk about this anymore, Robin. It's too painful. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. There's a fellow soldier of mine, Jim, from New Jersey. Hi, Jim. Hey, hi, Howard. And uh, I want to relate a happy birthday to you, man. I know you. uh, your birthday somewhere is within this week, and you're amongst the greats. A lot of yes. Capricorns from Dolly Parton to uh, Rod Stewart and myself. Today's my birthday. Hey, speaking and of Dolly Parton, I, I, Dolly Parton looks terrific for her age and everything, but I did watch Dolly and Miley on New Year's Eve. Yeah, uh-huh. so did I. Was, that was a Really good entertainment, man. That was a good show. Well, but but what, what I'm, I'm curious, they're doing. I think now. I don't want to. Do, I don't want to say for sure, but I thought like Dolly was wearing gloves in one scene, and then it was like I realized this. Is there like a gauze or some sort of effect on the camera that shoots Dolly? Because oh, it, it was like weird. Uh, now I don't know for sure, but if they have such a thing, I would like it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the Dolly they Parton were shooting camera. Dolly Parton with, you want. Did, did you notice that, Jim? Uh, or you, you, you were uh, not... Uh, I just noticed uh, that uh, she's still a stunning woman, and it was a right. well-entertaining show compared to all the other lunacy that was on that channel. On, but is, uh, there, channel. Is, is there such a thing as like an old bag filter? Because I'd love <laughs> yeah. to get that. <laughs> there are many, yeah. many techniques I've heard. You're yeah, I mean... I uh, off to her when you were in the 70s. May I was, I know that. Well, you know, she's a nice-looking woman, and I got to say, her and Ringo, I don't know how old Dolly Parton is, but I got to figure she's in her late 70s at least, possibly near 80. The she might woman, be the Antichrist, man, I don't know. Yeah, because the woman was wearing, honest to God, a cutout, uh, like, pair of, uh, like, uh, what do they call that, poncho pants or something. I don't know yeah, what you call what, them. Like but chaps? Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, I remember yeah. That. You're right, yeah. And, she, and, like, you could see the side of her leg, and she didn't have any of that weird, old, no. crepey skin that old people get. And I was like, no. well, but there does appear to be some kind of f- old bag filter on her no. that uh, <laughs> that looks pretty awesome. And, uh, Holy yeah. Man. You know, look, I'm 67, so, you know, I, I want to keep the flagpole going, but I want to tell you something. When you were on FM radio, this was like in the early 2000s. I was ready to deploy, and yes. uh, I had my kids with me. I had At that time, I had FM in uh, the van that I had, and we had to get all the paperwork done, getting to know my kids and all that. And we were listening to you, and you put a smile on their faces, and we always talk about it. So I want to tell you something. If you ever question your integrity or what you do, you did the right, you did the right thing. You brought smiles on somebody who was going to be departing right. from his family. And I want to tell you something, man. You know, I know you're the Howard Stern of a character now, but I know you're a real good soul, dude. So happy birthday to you, man. And uh, America. Oh, isn't that nice? Now, where did, 
Were you like me? Were you in Vietnam? <laughs> no, dude. I was over at, in W's time. In, oh, George oh. W. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, I was over there in the Middle East. And I, Did I you see any up. action like me? No, I was uh, a rear echelon motherfucker. In the uh, I you didn't get in, to kill uh, anyone? Yeah, I, was in some, I was in some, you know, it was pretty high intensity, but I wasn't the guy that went hand-to-hand and door-to-door uh, -door with, uh, you know... Hand Jim, hand and all that into the there is city. nothing better, the Jim, yeah. there is nothing better than hand-to-hand -hand combat. <laughs> I'm so sorry you never got to do it. Uh, yeah, well, my brother I mean, was uh, um, and uh, he wasn't too uh, rattled. <laughs> yeah. What was your brother's first name? My brother's first name was Joe. Yeah, I knew him. I knew a guy <laughs> named Joe. And, uh, it had to be that Joe, right? I wonder if it's the guy. I, 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 Joe and I, I'll tell you a funny story about your brother. We were over there, and uh, I just killed a guy. Fresh kill. I skinned this guy alive, and then we smoked pot out of his skull together. Oh, Me and your brother. I'm not kidding. He did and I remember your brother. There. Yeah, he sure did. And I'll tell you what. Your brother probably never told you this. He had a testicle necklace. He used to... <laughs> And uh, Joe was funny. I remember serving with him. I know your well, brother. And uh, Joe would... um still around there, soldier, but everybody was called a Joe when you're in the Army. No, I know who your brother is. I know who you are. Joe from New Jersey. We used to call him Joe the Butcher. I remember Joe. You got to hear this. This guy's brother, fine soldier. He um, he loved weed. He loved weed. And one time, we we just killed a whole village of people. Men, women, children, you name it. School teachers, <laughs> everybody. Uh, chickens, yeah, every, uh, the whole, I mean, the fucking place was leveled. And, and I remember they were, co our commanding officer was coming around. He was upset that we were all getting high. So your brother was brilliant. He hid his weed in one of the dead guy's asshole. He hid it right. He hid it in this dead guy's asshole. And they never found his pot. Then we pulled the pot out and we smoked it right out of the guy's asshole. I hope it I'm was not kidding. In something. <laughs> no, back in those days, it was covered in shit and you got even higher. Well, your, brother you was, my, your brother was my a brother fine and I, man. Yeah, my brother and I are 11 years apart. He has a birthday coming up on the 14th. So, right. uh, he's a Capricorn too, man. <laughs> I know that. I know that. Your brother was a great guy. A lot of weed. And, uh, and well, Joe the Butcher, everybody. He was a great guy. He, well, you're a great he, guy too, Howard. Uh, I got to say, man. And I, like I said, I've never forgot that. That's one of those things you remember a picture in your life. The kids in my van, because I was going through a divorce. I think it was a time when you had Stuttering John and, uh, and that, that lunatic. And, uh, they were, they were riding your ass because I think you were just going through your divorce and starting it. Or finishing it, but anyway, uh, you know, and you well, just Jim, so much joy. Thank so. you for your service. I, I'm sorry you never got to do any kind of combat where you get to kill guys. Uh, it was the greatest thrill of my life. And uh, uh, and tell Joe was, I said I hi. Combat was when I was married, so you know. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you have seen combat. I got uh, scars, brother. We all got scars. I'll tell you a quick story about your brother, and I loved your brother like a, uh, like a like a brother. Uh, this guy Joe, Joe the butcher. We had killed a village, and uh, Joe cut you off a dead... You killed the whole village. You the never, whole like... village. They all... You couldn't tell who was a, a legitimate, uh, you know, uh, a guy. Everyone we assume was Viet Cong. 
Joe yeah. did this thing. We were all having a good laugh. He cut off. This guy was laying there dead. Joe cut off this guy's cock, and he sewed it. He sewed it on the face of another guy, and we all took pictures. Yeah, and uh, that's the kind of mind this guy's brother had. Uh, Joe, well, Joe lived, the butcher. I lived in then after I, I did believe. my deployment. After yes. I did my deployment, I went back and I worked as a contractor there, and yes. I lived in the Middle East for about five years. So I lived in Iraq, and yes. I lived majority four years in in Kuwait. And I love the Middle East. Let me tell you something, man. A lot of, a lot of Chinese putang over there. I, I was like a young man. It was like, it was like. Uh, oh, don't get me started uh, with Chinese putang. The women. You want to start talking? Well, I thought we were talking about killing people. I didn't know we were talking about Chinese putang. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was known as Jimmy the Eel over there, man. I was the eel. So. Uh, what do you mean? When eel? you were, I never served in Iraq. I never had that privilege. But uh, you, you got Chinese putang in Iraq. I had Chinese girlfriends. I had many of them, man, and they're just beautiful people. This is all bullshit. What they're doing. You know, How did you uh, get can, to Chinese women? Yeah, because in Iraq. That's, uh, in, that's in the Middle East. It's just third world nationals because the Arabs don't do anything. The Arabs with money, they don't do nothing. They just, uh, ah. if they own the store, they don't even go in there. It's somebody else, they just hire people, you know, and they hold their, <laughs> you know, a lot of times they hold their passports. But uh, the Chinese people, you know, they know how to, to run the system. And there was a lot of Chinese, a lot of Filipinos. And they're, they're mostly women, man. I mean, they are just the most beautiful, smartest women in the world. I mean, and you fucked them. People can barely and you fucked English. a lot of them. Yeah, baby. I, I just, <laughs> I missed it, man. I mean, in how fact, many, you know, uh, birthday, you know, how many women do you think you had over there? Uh, I would say 120 to two, somewhere wow. down there. Wow. Yeah. You really yeah. do love Chinese women, I tell you. Oh, I, uh, man, they're just beautiful, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm over in Vietnam, and over in Vietnam, Jim, I had many, many women. <laughs> many women. Uh, yeah, it's legendary. I, I'm not even sure all of them were women. I don't know what I was with. You know, but, well, um, you, I, you, you run know. into Australia, they want to go to, they tell you Vietnam is the place to go because the whores are cheaper. Like, I mean, right. uh, how, how cheaper can they be at that time, you know? Yeah. Many times, uh, the women, you know, we would be on what they call bivouac, Robin. You understand? Yes, uh, yes I understand. <laughs> yeah, as a member of the military, sometimes they give you a little vacation time, a little downtime. No, you're and talking about you. R&R. Bivouac is like camping, waiting for the enemy. Don't Get your uh, story straight. Don't correct me, Robin. <laughs> don't make me look like I'm not telling the truth. That's right, Robin. I didn't mean bivouac. I meant R&R. &R. They always gave you a little R&R. &R. And yeah. um, you know what? All the whores there knew me. Uh, they knew me. And, uh, and, and I got so good at sex, some of the women began to pay me. Uh, that's how... That, that is true. Yeah. Let's go, man. There you go. You know, you're a veteran. Especially if you're eating at the Y. I'll tell you what. One time I was very high. I was getting R&R, &R, not bivouac. I was confused. I was having R&R, uh, &R and uh, by accident, I blew a woman. Because, uh, you know, sometimes... Uh, that's right, Robin. I don't know. You might have been, I don't know. You might have been in Thailand. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know what was happening. But uh, you know what? Uh, you might have been in Thailand, tell you, brother. You're talking about uh, 1960-something. I, I got to tell you, Robin, over in Vietnam, I don't know about you, Jim, but back when I was in the service, I used to pay a nickel for a rim job. And... Uh, <laughs> 
You can't find those kind of bargains anymore. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's a professional now, yeah. I'd say, how much to eat my ass? I'm here on R&R. &R. Uh, she goes, for you, five cents. Uh, the ladies love me, I, I tell you. But, oh, who uh, wouldn't love you, Howard? Come on, man. But happy birthday, man. So thank you. Be I had a, I'll tell you what, Robin. Excuse me. What? Don't bring up my age. I, I tell you the truth. Hey, you look good. You look damn good. You're smart. Thanks, brother. You're a great father, man. I That's mean, right. you're an example of America, not these, these a-holes up in Washington and all that. That's right. You I should are, run for president. I, I'm sick of it. Family. No, you don't even have to do that. You're above that. You're no. above that, dude. I just want Thank to you. say... I love you. I love your service. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, and let's get... Let's you and I talk again about all the chicks we used to fuck. Yeah, I'll tell you a quick story Joe, before Howard you go. Says hello and say hello to <laughs> Joe. I got to tell you something real quick. Go ahead. You know, uh, all everyone in the military back then knew because I used to get these nickel rim jobs that my asshole was clean throughout the war. I'm telling you, I never had a smell or an odor to me. And, hey, and I'm with you on that, brother. Man, uh, that's that's that's. Uh... Thank you for sharing that with me, man. You want to, I'll share something else with you. That, that nickel I paid for a rim job, that included a tip. So that's how, what a bargain it was. Hey, well, I do, do want to ask you something, Howard. I remember yeah. uh, tuning into your show and uh, Benji was always coming in late. And you that's were always right. protecting him. Has that yeah. uh, probably been ratified? Because he's a piece of shit. I would, if I was to work with you, I'd be there two hours early. With Damn a right. bucket of bagels, man, a gig like that. And he's, he's almost crying about how he can't get to work. Now, this might have been a year or two. Did you straighten that asshole out? And, and, and he never served his country like you and no, me. So he doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't know what it is. He needs yeah, the a, military discipline. Yeah. I got to tell you something, Jim. I got to tell you, the worst thing about the war and me coming home was my... My asshole has never been as clean as when I lived in Vietnam because <laughs> right. of those Let's rim jobs. Benji, brother. Did you straighten him out? I straightened him out. You wouldn't even believe how I straightened him out. Let me tell you, I used a little bit of my Vietnam tactics. I thought I had gone completely pacifist, but let me tell you something. The military and me kicked back in. I told this guy, you're ungrateful. You, you know what? And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Fuck Vietnam you. was in a bed of roses. Benji looked like a lot of the women I fucked in Vietnam. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> now Benji's you're coming clean. The rim jobs came from a girl like Benji. Benji's a commie fag, man. I was going to tell you something, Jim. I'm going to tell you this. the fucking line. I had a waterboard that guy just to get him to come in on time. There you go. Thank you. All right. There's Jim and his brother, Joe. Yeah. Serve their country. Damn right. Boy, oh boy, this guy got me remembering some things. Half dollar, oh, 50 boy. cents would get you a massage, a blowjob, anal, plus dinner and a movie. <laughs> and as far as Benji goes, he's still locked in a bamboo cage. That's what I did to him. A tiger cage, we call it. All right. That's right. I don't want to talk about the war anymore. It's too painful. I, I, I didn't bring it up this time. The yeah. caller did. Joe. Jim. Jim and Joe. I know those guys. <laughs> Good guys. Good military men. Uh, poor guy never got to kill anyone. Well, so it goes.
John Blit has an update, or, or John Hine, one of the two, has an update on Dolly's gloves. No, I, I just thought there was some sort of, like, I was looking at Dolly and Miley. By the way, Miley is almost naked throughout the whole special. She, um, she loves it. And you know what? God bless her. She said to me, that's the way to get people listening to your music, run around naked. And uh, I watched that. But I think of Miley like a daughter. You know what I mean? We've had her on so many times. What do you do when your daughter's running around naked on stage? Hey, boner. I I close my eyes. That's what I did. (laughs) A Dolly Parton, I look... John, am I Dolly mistaken? Dolly is 76. Uh, Hit him with the uh, 76, the okay. Yeah. When I was watching the special, it looked like Dolly. There was one point, she, her hands, I thought she was wearing gloves. It seems like they had a filter on her, and I want to look into this technology. Am I right or am I wrong? She she wears nude gloves is what they're called. I think Jason actually has a picture of them, and oh. uh, you're, you're 100% right. Nude gloves? Uh, she has been wearing them, and she turns uh, 77 this month. Oh, oh there they are. look at that. You can see the bottom. Why does she wear those? Is she germ-phobic? Is she, uh, that's the, perfect for me. They don't reach all the way up to f- upper fingers. They yeah, cut I, off at the bottom the nails. of her fingers. I yeah. can't yeah. tell. No, not the nails, the bottom of her fingers. Yeah, I can't tell if they're rolled up so they cut, but they definitely don't go all the way up to the top of her fingers. But, uh, yeah, she's been wearing them for a long time, apparently. What is the purpose? See, I thought so. I, I was will looking. tell you what the purpose of those are. Go ahead. They, because they look like flesh. Yes. She's covering up what her hands actually look like. Why would she do that? Because hands give away your age. Oh. Why does she give a shit, though? I mean, J.D., what do you want to say? Uh, I'm watching, I'm watching this. Yes, yeah, well, see I there? mean, you see in there. All right. I mean, I'm watching a special. I couldn't see the, the gloves. <laughs> I noticed it right away. Although, but during the uh, tape segment, her face is very smooth. Um, yeah. So I think there was some sort of like... Well, why, why can't the TV crew do that for me? Why can't they get, hire some of Dolly Parton's people and create some magic? I'll get those gloves. Fuck Call it. Dolly Parton's people. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's about time Your make me hot. look good. They do look nice. Look at those. Mm. Mm. <laughs> those killing hands. <laughs> These hands have killed many. <laughs> I tell you. I want to be a tough guy so bad, but what are you going to do? I got the hands of a... Your hands are very soft. I don't know if they've done any hard work. (laughs) I know. I've done hard work in my day, but, you know, not recently. Hey, anyway, uh, let me thank uh, ZipRecruiter. What a great bunch of guys the ZipRecruiter is. I I don't know if you know. I think Robin used to date date two of the guys who work for ZipRecruiter. Uh, ZipRecruiter, find the right people to help you achieve your company goals with ZipRecruiter. They found me the right dates. They can find you the oh. right job. I got to figure guys are coming on to you, Robin, left and right with your new I look. Don't I leave mean, the house. Where are these guys? Well, you go. You, I know where you go. You know. Where? You go out. Big you, dick vi- energy. In, in Vietnam. Vietnam. In Vietnam, a, no one, you know no one hit on like you? in Vietnam? We what? look like giants. <laughs> right. People are little. <laughs> This isn't from my playlist. Hey, who picked this song? You might have picked it at some point and forgot. No, no, it's not from my list. Walking in Memphis. Where's all my Sammy? I got it on my my list. uh, Mark Cohen, Walking in Memphis. Yeah. Is this from my playlist? 
I don't. I've never heard this. Nobody's answering me. If you stick to my playlist, uh, we wouldn't have any problem. Is this a problem? I can't even get an answer. <laughs> I'm not walking Everybody's anywhere. <laughs> I'm walking to Memphis. <laughs> this music has become yeah. an issue. I'm not mad. I just, I mean, where did this song come from? I don't, this isn't a Howard Stern endorsed song. I mean, he's got or a very lovely. Mickey Cohen, is that his name? <laughs> Mark Cohen. What, Mark Jason, Cohen. What if, can you give me an I answer? Just got hand, I got handed a note that Gary and Fred may have made some additions to your playlist. Well, Gary and Fred should not make additions to my playlist. I want my playlist. How did that happen? I have yeah, a I have a playlist. I have what song is this? And I don't think I'm taking Mark credit Cohen. for this. No. How does it end up? How does it end up me. on the air? This song. Sorry, Jason. It's, not me. Don't throw me under I, the fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs> Just pass it on information. I get slip notes. You're passing it on you know, I, I mean, information. <laughs> here, here. Everybody, yeah. calm down, okay? I'm not mad. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this. This fucking playlist of mine, I can't seem to get it on the air. Now, <laughs> here's the deal. I have made a playlist that I listen to personally of like, I'd say it's 50 billion hours of music, okay? I think they're checking the wrong playlist. I never would approve this song. Well, how do no, they get the playlist? How do they get a hold of it? I don't know. Whoever's doing it is not on my playlist. They're on some other douchebag's playlist. They're on douchebag playlist. <laughs> Howard, we just got, we just got a note. I feel bad for Marco. We yeah, just got a note. I feel Marcone's nice. I, I I got no problem with the guy. It's just, I, I know this isn't a song. I don't care what note you got. What's the note you got? It's on your playlist. No, it's not. The guy is not on my playlist. I've determined that. I don't know what, play, I don't know what playlist he's using. How did you determine it? Did you just look it up, Howard? When I, Robin, I know my playlist. <laughs> With 5,000 songs. Yeah. Could you really remember every one? Yes. I know. My playlist has Sammy Hagar. And I'm looking Fork. at a I'm literally looking at a copy on the, pl that, from the playlist. That is not the playlist. It's okay, not. You're wrong. Howard, I'm going to go there will be a full audit of your playlist this week. Right. The well, FBI is go going to send a special agent. <laughs> well, Somebody's we're on fucking it, with me. Would somebody take one of my songs and play my song? <laughs> Please, whoever's in charge of that right now. Fucking show. <laughs> I mean, my God. Walking on. Walking in. Walking what is in that? Memphis. There you go. That's a good song. What else is on? Play some of the Alice Rice playlist. What else you got? I was going to say, dreams. haven't we heard this a million times? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. There's something wrong. Play, can you just play something? All right, forget it. Turn this off. Uh, uh, you know, because as far as I know, you listen to five songs. <laughs> yeah, I know. They play the same five songs over and over again. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. If you want something done, you do it yourself. I'll print out the fucking playlist, and we'll get some songs going. Walking in Memphis.
<laughs> Walking in Memphis. La, I was enjoying that. I was like, oh, I've never listened to these words. Uh, sounds like one of those Fred songs. <laughs> Ain't me, buddy. <laughs> okay, pal. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, Jonas, you're on the air. <laughs> yeah, I tuned in, and I'm here in Wagging in Memphis. Is this your way of coming out to all of us? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I have something to tell all of you. I mean, Jesus Christ. Here I am talking about my military service, and the next thing you know, I'm walking in Memphis. Well, you have changed. You're a pacifist uh, now. <laughs> Uh, Keith, go ahead in Kentucky. What can I do for you, pal? Uh, yes, uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I um, I want to ask you about the relationship advice. Honestly, what? I uh, I've got a girlfriend that I've been with for a year, and she doesn't say that she loves me. She doesn't allow me to meet her family. Uh, she doesn't pay any bills. I might get sex once a month. Uh, what should I do? Well, there's a lot of, I, I can answer this realistically if you want, Keith. You know, the, the, the casual answer would be, oh, get rid of her. She won't love you. She only gives you sex once a month. But I want you to be real honest with me. Are you really hard up? I mean, is it hard for you to get girls? No. Oh. No. Is she super no. hot or something that like way out of your league? No, no. She was, uh, I'm a recovering um, alcoholic and addict. And she was yeah. there. She was there for me when I had nobody. Well, I had my mom and her. Well, then what the hell are you like? I, there has been times in my life where I was desperate. So I'd put up with any bullshit if somebody would fuck me. Like, I, you know, I was like, hey, you want to fuck me once a month? I mean, that's that's more than never. Uh, well, I think what he's saying is how long do I have to thank, be thankful that she stuck around, stuck around when I wasn't great? Is that what you're asking, Keith? Uh, kinda, yeah. And if if she'll ever if she'll ever like put in the relation as much in the relationship as I'm putting in. I mean, I'm head over heels for this girl. But, oh, why? Oh, well, there you go. So put up but, with all her bullshit. But, but she, yeah, she frustrates the shit out of me. Dude, you're acting like me in high school. I had this girlfriend. I, I, she didn't even know she was my girlfriend. <laughs> she was my girlfriend. This girl right. would fuck me once in a blue moon. You know what I mean? I'd see her one. Maybe I'd get lucky. And then I'd go visit her. She wouldn't even fuck me. And like, you know, I was just like, and then I, the, the first time we banged, I had a beggar. You know what I mean? It was like one of those kind of deals. And I was like, well, I'm not, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, she's my girlfriend. And, uh, you know. She'd be with friends of mine and stuff. You know, like, I'd put up with anything because I didn't have any options. Nobody was looking to have sex with me. You understand? Right, right. But you sound like you got something going on. You could get other girls. Uh, I, I'd, I'd be out of there. You no, know, you know, now the Howard Stern, the big star, I'd be, I'd be out of there in two seconds. You're not going <laughs> to fuck me. Are you crazy? <laughs> right, I could right. be, I could be fucking. How, how old are you? Uh, 40. Oh, these are prime fucking years, yeah. Yeah, 40 to 46, I had Boner almost full time. <laughs> right, right. I'm she's telling you, 30, man. Hey, Boner. 36. I'm 40. Yeah. 
Well, she sounds like she's hot, and you're putting up with a lot of shit. And and I'd say put up with it as uh But she sounds uh, like she'd make a good friend. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Do you have a job? Oh yeah, yeah. You decent looking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got girls coming on to you, then man, go get a good girl who digs you. Can't yeah, take her hands don't be off. Frustrated you. your whole life. Ain't worth it. That's, and and that's what I'm thinking because she doesn't. She, she lives with me. She doesn't work, and I pay all the bills. How big's uh, your cock? Uh, about six and a half, seven inches. Oh, that's a nice size. Can't fault him there. Well, I just was curious. You know, I just played walking in Memphis. You can understand. <laughs> All right. Keith, uh, thank you. Uh, good luck. And, uh, yeah, I think it's time for you to move on. That's my assessment, but uh, I don't know. I'm not looking at everything there. Go ahead, Stephanie, real quick. And then I'm going to bring some of the guys in and get to some of these Christmas packages I've been trying to get to since Christmas. Stephanie, go ahead. Hey, Howard. How are you? Nice to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hi, Robin. Hi, Fred. Hi, everybody. Uh, All right. Say hi to everyone and let's go on. I mean, what, how many right. people are you going to say hello to, for God's sake? Oh, everybody. I love you guys. been listening to you since I'm 15, which is the 80s. Anyway. Hello. 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 I missed it. How long have you been listening to us? It's fascinating. <laughs> oh, stop. Um, well, I got a breast reduction. Okay. I went from a 36 double D. I'm a 36C, and I heard nice. yesterday that's your favorite size. So I'm wondering, since then, my husband used to be kind of like all over me, and he likes big kitties and all that, but now I'm like, he does, he's not so much. So I'm like, I get these perfect tits, and I feel great, and I don't have to like wear 800 sports bras to go jogging. And anyway, I don't know. What the hell do you think? Do you think it's... Because they're smaller and they're not that small. I think uh, I think I'm going to walk to Memphis. How's that? I, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm getting bored. Awful. No, I, I don't know what Stephanie. I don't know what you want me to say. You had a breast reduction. Uh, obviously, your husband's got a big titty fetish. Uh, if he's losing interest in you, uh, but uh, he should be in love with you. A, a nice C is plenty of titty for him. I don't know what kind of freak you married. Yeah, but, uh, apparently, it's not Howard. Not yeah, for him. It wants massive titties. How much do you weigh, Stephanie? Let me get a good picture One, here. 135. 135. How tall are you? Eight feet tall? No. How tall? Five, six. Five, six, six. 135, and you had the big titties. And now you're a C. I'm trying to picture titties. in my mind what that might look like. Are you athletic? I am, very, very much so. So you're tight. I mean, you look good. I think so. I mean, yeah. we're, I'm going to be 50 this summer. Oh. Mm, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Stop. Your what wife do you think? <laughs> uh, yes, she is, and I'm very much in love. But I'm 100. I think my husband's in love with me. It's just there's no, I've got no libido left. I don't know what the hell happened. Listen, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not there with your husband. He obviously liked the big titties, but uh, has he said anything to you? He said, gee, oh, I'm when sorry to. Did he yeah, beg you not to do it? getting a uh, breast reduction. What did he say? I, it, well, no, I mean, he's like, it's your body, whatever you're comfortable with, you know, because mm. they were causing me a lot of back pain and neck pain. And they were like, a lot of people, uh, a lot of men I know, they know the right answer to say, but they're not honest. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he loves you, but he loved your titties more. That's the yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah. But now you'll be all right. I don't know what to t- Listen, Stephanie, what do I know? I, I got my Aww, own problem. You know Today, that. Howard doesn't have any advice for anybody. Nah, I'm uh, sick of giving advice. Nobody <laughs> listens to my advice anyway. I, I'd say, God bless you. You had a back pain. You had neck pain. You got your titties reduced. My own Robin got her titties reduced. Tell your husband this, and this is the good news. These titties will grow back. Robin's grew right back. She she had a triple G. She went down to a D. Those G cups came right back. They were like, the, fuck uh, you, Robin. Like, this is yeah. the size you're supposed to be. That's right. Your your titties will be back. You'll see. Robin hey, can tell listen, you. Right, Robin, am I, I lying? Love, it's I true. love you guys. Yeah. Some people love are meant to have big titties. Love you, Stephanie. All right, you take care. I want, wait. Oh, please. <laughs> she, she didn't have enough time. <laughs> We got to get to Christmas. <laughs> hey, look who it is. Bernie Mac, the dead comedian. Uh, Bernie Mac. Hey, Bernie. Bernie, why are you standing there quiet? Say something. <laughs> he's, he's staring at me. Bernie. You hear Bernie, this, Bernie? you don't talk, we don't know you're there. Bernie, just, uh, I thought you wanted to talk about this woman who wanted to who cut her titties off. What happened to Bernie. He's staring at me, and he won't say anything. Is there a thing God up in heaven? Dick. Oh, oh, yeah, there you oh, what, This what, what shit don't make no sense. What? I'm telling you, sex once a motherfucking month, and he's stuck with her motherfucking ass. I'm telling <laughs> you, the pussy must have been immaculate. It had to well, motherfucking be. Yeah, Bernie, you're talking about this guy. He's getting laid once a month. He calls me up. What should he do? Getting laid once a month. A chick won't even say she loves him. He need to kick her motherfucking ass out the motherfucking house. Get somebody that's going to give you some of that ass. They don't make no motherfucking sense. Let me tell you something. That pussy must have been like pumpkin pie. Well, I Holy don't Holy water coming out that motherfucking pussy if she don't want to give him no motherfucking ass. That pussy better kill depression. Kick it! <laughs> you got don't understand. Lot- no, no, and you're and you you got a lot of pussy in your life, right? I mean, you know what you're talking about. Oh, I got me so much motherfucking pussy. Motherfucking cats got nine lives. Let me tell you something. I was fucking so many goddamn bitches. It didn't make no motherfucking sense. I'm here to well, tell you. I ain't you, paying you, no motherfucking bills. I want to smell like pussy twenty four seven. Well, you know, uh, even though Bernie is dead, uh, he wouldn't put up with uh, only getting laid no, once a month, no. right? You would not put up with that. All right. Well, thank you, Bernie. You got damn right. Ain't no motherfucking weight. I look right. too good. Pussy too motherfucking good. Can't go that long without it, goddammit. I'm going right. to tell you something. I can't go that motherfucking long. Right. I, right. I, I'm this the, I, I, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, Bernie, you know, he didn't live a long, long life. So. No. He was right. Yeah, fuck as much as you can. Well, Robin, be a lady, for God's sakes. Have intercourse as much as you can. Right, Bernie? Oh, excuse me. Right. <laughs> you, got to, you got to fuck as much as you can. If you right. can't get pussy at home, you got to get pussy out of town. There's pussy everywhere. You can't right. swing that dick without hitting good pussy out in these streets. <laughs> Check it! Yeah, well, some... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm telling you, let me tell you like this. You got to get pussy every fucking second, just like you motherfucking breathing. 
And let me tell you something. When you getting some good motherfucker, he must got some bad dick. Dick must be motherfucking terrible. Because when you giving a woman some good pussy, she going to let you know what the fuck is going on. Well, if you, know you got a motherfucking right. broke leg, she going to let you know. You know, you got you. You know what? You are giving good advice. You're right. Yeah, he's maybe probably he's onto something. Maybe he's not doing something with his dick that's uh, good for this girl. And he, that's why she. I'm telling you, something got to be wrong. I got so much motherfucking pussy. My dick look like a burnt match. I was really <laughs> shit out of that pussy <laughs> every motherfucking day. You are so wise, Bernie. I miss you every day. I tell you, I'm so glad you knocked on my door, even though you're dead. I. I got to tell you, you're making sense. You know, I, this guy's calling me for advice. I should have said to him, something must be wrong with your dick. This girl's only fucking you once a month. That's right. Here's something wrong. You're something absolutely wrong. right, my dick Bernie. was like Mike Tyson. What? I was knocking really? that pussy out in the first round. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen, Bernie, thank you. You knocked some sense into me this morning. Thank you. Appreciate you, Howard. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Well, he straightened it out. He figured right. out what was going on. Let me get to some of these things. I'm going to bring in uh, Sal, and I'm going to bring in Wolfie right now. And I got to knock out some of these things. We're sitting with them since Christmas. Um, and they were good, were they? Yes, these are good things. Sal has a great little uh, thing he's going to talk <coughs> to us about. Sal, yes. Uh, good, mor good morning. Uh, it was good, good to morning. hear from Happy Bernie birthday, Mac. Howard. Happy birthday. Thank you. Enough family. with the birthdays. Let's, let's forget uh, right, the well, birthday. Thank you, thank you for your service. That's all. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, that I don't mind. <laughs> Coming from a, a, pussy, a pussy like you who never served. Uh, <laughs> that's true. He's free because of you, Howard. Yeah, you yeah. know what? You're enjoying all these stupid <laughs> penis things you do because of my service. I uh, can America had been taken over by the uh, Viet Cong. You wouldn't be taking that penis out. I guarantee you that. Uh, Sal, what do you have for us this morning? What go a ahead. greeting. Thank you, Howard. Yeah, go ahead. Howard, I have a uh, game, What Will Swap Shop Sell? This is a holiday edition. Right. Uh, a okay. while back, you might remember, we did a game, What Will Swap Shop Sell? Robin played it. She was great. Uh, just a reminder, Swap Shop allowed us to sell Mary Lincoln's pubic hair. Uh, right. They allowed us to sell a quiet time stick for beating the shit out of your kids and right. Johnny Depp's shit stained sheets. Right. So now uh, we did this for the holidays and we are doing now what will Swap Shop sell our holiday what will they sell? What will they sell on the Swap Shop show? Use pubic hair stained underwear or smelly old dildo. Ew. What will they sell? What will they sell on the Swap Shop show? A bowl of bat soup or Elvis poop? Will they say yes or no? All right, I like this game. I really so do. Let's uh, play it. So you called right. Swap Shop with a bunch of weird items, and we, it's our job to guess whether or not Swap Shop will sell it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so the first one is: Would they sell knockout candy, which helps your excited kids go to sleep on Christmas Eve? Wow. Mm. I'm gonna say they they shouldn't sell knockout candy. <laughs> but knockout candy. Yeah. I'm going to play along here since I don't know the answers. Um, will they sell knockout candy? They, 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 to help you. Well, those guys are like idiots. It's almost like they don't listen. I yeah. notice when sometimes yeah. they, like, I'm going to say yes in a I, weird way. I, I think I'm going to say yes, too. Because the, the DJs or whatever you call people on Swap Shop, the auctioneers, they seem generally out of it. 
Yeah, they uh, just seem to yuck it up and then accept whatever people have right. to offer. All right, Fred, lock Robin and Howard in on a yes, please. All right, here we go. All right, let's see. Will they sell knockout candy? <laughs> Which helps you helps your excited kids go to sleep on Christmas Eve. Dollar Train. Good morning. You know, uh, Christmas is coming up. And, you know, my kids, they could be really annoying with that whole Santa business, running around, begging for toys. Uh, do you have any grandchildren? Yes, I do. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you just want to keep them little pain in the butts quiet. So I came up with something I like to sell. It's a candy cane that I made out of Benadryl. And when those kids start acting up on Christmas night, you just give them one of them candy canes. It'll knock them right out. All right. Just don't give them too much because my son ate two of them once and he didn't wake up till Easter. This guy's got some issues. I have to admit, it was kind of nice having that peace and quiet. He was a real pain in the Hey, that last guy there had had problems uh, with uh, saying what he wanted there with the candy canes for kids to sleep. He needs to eat a whole bag of them, a whole sack. Maybe he'll sleep for a while. Something like that. He needs help, no doubt. Wow. Oh, well, this guy was actually listening. Yes. Are those the uh, candy canes that Bill Cosby used to hand out to the ladies when he was <laughs> giving them acting lessons? I believe so. All right, this is a fun game. Let's uh, right. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, Next one. it's zero zero. Howard and Robin. <clears throat> All right. Would they sell a taxidermy reindeer complete with an erect penis? Yes. Hmm. I don't think they care. A, 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 rain, a dead reindeer that is taxidermied. Taxidermied, erect. And it has an erect. Yes, I say they will. What do you okay. say, Robin? I'm I'm going to say no. Really? All right. Lock her in on a no and lock her, me in on a yes. And who gives a shit? I just want to hear you pitch this thing. Here we go. <laughs> Good morning. You're on Trading Post. My brother, he was a hunter, and he killed us a reindeer for the holidays. He had it stuffed, and we keep it in the living room. It makes a nice decoration for Christmas. Okay. It's a taxidermied reindeer. A taxidermied reindeer. Yep. Now, uh, the reindeer was uh, taken down during the copulation, so it still has an erect penis. But that's the way God intended it. It's only natural. Right. And we put lights around his neck and some tinsel on his legs, and we hang some Christmas balls from his large penis. I tell you, the kids love it. Yes, I, I understand. Well, where are you located? I'm not too far from you. And, uh, and my cousin Eddie, he came over one time. He, he hung a candy cane from the deer's anus. <laughs> right, okay. Well, we will get this on for you right now. Oh, thank you. I'll take $75 for the taxidermy reindeer, full body, antlers, head, and full erect penis. You could call me at 903-7. God bless. Merry Christmas. Okay, so there is a first there on the trading post for me anyway. They have a full-sized taxidermy reindeer. Not just they had the full, the full reindeer. They are only asking $75 for a taxidermied reindeer, perfect for the holidays. Wow. Uh, We're going to go ahead. We're going to hop into this first break. When we get back, we'll have an open line. There wow. Go. All that right. is amazing. And, boy, you, you know, you, you begged him practically to say no. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just kept, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, 
We shut the candy cane in its ass, and he still said, right, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this right on so somebody will take it. Okay, By the so way, Sal has, uh, just to tell you about the host of this game, Sal has recently told our staff that the universe has never been more open to him. What does that mean, Sal? Well, What's going on? I, I don't recall that, but no, I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> he doesn't I know what he said. Well, I don't know what I'm saying. I not remember saying that. Uh, I mean, we wrote it down. Right. is with boners. I don't give a shit. <laughs> the other thing right. I heard about you was yeah. you forgot to buy your mom a Christmas present this year. So the day after Christmas, you ran out and got her one. Is yeah, that right? It was terrible. Yeah. I felt really, really bad. I was hosting at home and I was cooking and I had people over. And <laughs> and then the next day, uh, my sister, my mom is thanking my sister for her present. And I'm like, oh, God, mom, didn't get you a present. And I just I just felt terrible. I Venmoed her money immediately right on the spot. So that was her Christmas present. You gave your mother money? I, I, I was right there. I was in the kitchen with her, and I didn't have a gift or a card and or anything. And she took it? How much money did you give her? $100. He gave her a Venmo, so he put it in an account. Yeah, her. but so what? It's like handing your mother a hundred bucks. I mean, your mom should have gone, hey, yeah, Sal, that's like ridiculous. Yeah, like a tip. Thanks for your words to me. Were, were her feelings hurt? Did she say something? I said, Mom, did I get you a gift? And she looked at me with a sad face. She said, no. Oh. And I said, oh, God, Mom. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I was busy hosting Christmas Eve, so I, I was buying all the seafood and cooking. And I know that's not yeah, an but excuse. But didn't you do but... enough? I mean, you you are a grown man. And Christmas actually is really Look. supposed to be about parents giving children gifts. And uh, yeah. at this point, you're Here's an old man. Here's how I think about it. If she can yeah. forgive her husband for all those extra kids, <laughs> yeah. Sal is nothing missing a gift. Well, poor yeah. Sal, like, the father has hurt his mother so badly, but Sal only wants to, you know, be the guy who brings her goodness, yeah, so he hero. felt guilty. Yeah, right. My I father think, got, I think yeah, giving yeah. your mother a hundred bucks cash <laughs> is, like, ridiculous. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like it you went out and got a reaction, Howard, because I felt so guilty, you know. Was, but it's like you when know. you, you know, you pull out your wad out of the side of your pants, your cash, and you go, hey, mom, here's a hundred, and you know, Howard, go buy yourself something. You it's know? not I mean, even it's, cash. He, he then mowed yeah. her the money. Like, right. she used to she transfer that to a right. bank. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, Did you get here's the deal. This is not enough, Sal. Okay. You have to now get a gift for some random occasion to make up for this. I like that idea. Thank you. No, Mom. he doesn't. Do that. No, he doesn't. You know what? That's enough. <laughs> I take my parents you out to breakfast every weekend. You yeah, know. you do enough of those two. I bring Did you get to them. Did you Why get your you dad a gift? Your dad out. So that's funny. You should. So Howard, once I realized I didn't get my mom a gift, I didn't get my dad a gift as well. Yeah. So I always get my dad lotto tickets. That's all he wants. So I right. get him like fifty dollars in lotto tickets. And I see my father go, Dad. I go, I forgot to give you your gift. That I left it at the house. He's like, oh, Okay, okay. So the following weekend, I go there and I give him a card with lotto tickets in it. And he he goes, this is for tonight's lottery. I go, yeah, right. I forgot. He goes, well, wouldn't you give me last week's lotto tickets in the card? Like he actually put two and two together. <laughs> right. So I scr I I scram I was shitting in my pants. I scrambled. I go, no, Dad. I go, since it was last week, I I took the liberty to check the tickets for you. You lost, so now I actually doubled up. So you're getting twice as right. many tickets. He goes, oh, what a good son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Meanwhile, I was shitting in my pants. Oh. Meanwhile, I like that you're buying your dad lotto tickets. The same guy used to beat you over the head with bread. Yeah. So, and you know, gamble it, all the money away. Yeah. 
Oh right, my let's God. get we back to the sit game. at the table with no food, and I remember one night we were eating literally um, white bread dipped in marinara sauce at home, and my dad would just whip out a, like three hundred dollars worth of lottery tickets, and we were just like we could barely eat. And he's like, "If we win tonight, we're getting a new car. We're telling Uncle Joe to go fuck himself." He had this whole rap every day. How we had to curse out our entire family if we won the lottery and moved to Italy. Did he ever win anything? I mean, uh, I mean, out of three hundred dollars, you think he'd win ten dollars? Something. He won thirty thousand dollars once, oh. and yeah, he took us all out to lunch, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that and the money disappeared like in two weeks. What about at Christmas? Those siblings that you just recently found about from yes. when your dad was fucking all these women yeah. and all these, uh, you know, all these half sisters showed up. Did any of them get him a gift or her or your mom a gift? So my sisters, who wonderful girls, they came over. They ended up giving us the best gifts ever. Even my parents. I even pulled my sister aside and go, "Hey, you're making us look bad because they were so generous." So yeah, they gave my like my this mom. was the sister you met like just a couple of years ago. Yes, this is the new sister. We have two new sisters that we met uh, four <laughs> years ago, and uh, now they're at all the holiday events. And really? my sister, yeah, my sisters, they come over and I tell you, they are so generous. They, they give my mom these beautiful gifts, my dad these beautiful gifts. And I, I like I said, I said, I said, Maria, I mean, you, you know, they're yeah, calm down. Yeah, what the hell I mean, are they she, doing? They're trying to like be the favorite children, I guess. You know what I your think, dad yeah. is probably saying? It's a good thing I didn't raise them. Look at how yeah. great they are. <laughs> they're so lovely and That's generous. That's why they love them. Uh, the ones yeah. he raised don't want to give them anything. They forget your gifts. Exactly. I want to give them a kick in the ass for Christmas. Yeah. All right, let's get back to the okay. game. Never mind your horrible life. Let's go. Did you get, by the way, did you get laid at all over Christmas? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, it? I did okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, boy. I won't say her name. But I got laid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right um, let's go. Come right, on, Howard. stop with the jokes and let's get down to the real That's game. What will they sell? Joking. What what will they sell on Swap Shop? Go ahead. Holiday edition. Howard, would they sell? Howard and Robin, would they sell a soiled diaper that Tim Allen wore under his Santa suit while filming the Santa Claus? Oh. In other words, let me paint the picture here, Robin. What Sal's saying right. is Tim Allen was in the movie Santa Claus. He was yeah. Santa Claus. And evidently he shit his diaper. Right. That he was wearing well, under the costume. Yeah, he had to probably be in the prosthetics all mm -hmm. day. He couldn't change and go to the bathroom, so right. he was wearing a diaper. Right. Way to create a backstory, Robin. Good. Uh, <laughs> no, no. D Tim Allen just likes to wear diapers and he shits them all the time. Uh, you know what? Uh, I think they would sell that. I do. I think they would sell a shitty Tim Allen diaper. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say no. No? They're going to hear excrement Shit. and excrement. they're going to, yeah, they're going to bail on him. All right, let's see. Here we go. And welcome to Tradio. Help us out by abiding by the rules we have. First of all, don't prank Tradio. You can get in trouble. can be classified as a Class B misdemeanor <laughs> with fines and jail time. And people love Tradio. And you don't want to make people in line. Dude, did you realize for this bit you risked a Class B misdemeanor? 
<laughs> Can you imagine time. in this country? Isn't that Trump, like a parking ticket? <laughs> like, like, like Trump's Trump. Uh, they're not sure what his taxes, what he did in Georgia. This, uh, he's not in jail. They're going to throw you in jail for pranking Tradio. Who's you know what? I don't believe they must be a Tradio jail. <laughs> I don't believe anybody goes to jail anymore. Right. What are you uh, in here for? Go. Murder, rape, uh, uh, prank calling trading. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the action. And welcome to Tradio. Help us out by abiding by the rules we have. First of all, don't prank Tradio. You can get in trouble. can be classified as a Class B misdemeanor with Uh-oh. fines and jail time. And people love Tradio. And you don't want to make people in like 13, 14 counties in Kentucky upset with you. Come on now. Hell no. Just don't do that. By the way, I want to change my vote based on this woman. She's like a Judge Janine Pirro. I mean, she's no <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, she's I, looking for yeah. any kinds of shenanigans. She ain't letting no shitty diaper on the air. <laughs> All right, let's go. Morning, Tradio. Yeah, hi. Can I sell a piece of movie memorabilia from a Christmas classic? Uh, I don't know what kind of memorabilia you have. What do you, what do you have? Well, do you remember the movie The Santa Claus with Tim Allen? Yes. Well, when Tim Allen played Santa Claus, he was in a fat suit all day on set, and he couldn't take it off to use the bathroom. So I'm selling his adult diaper he wore on the Okay, movie. see, pranksters. It's autographed, and it still has a dried feces lot from Tim Allen himself. And Sorry, that music is getting loud. Can you still hear me? Um, but you can use the diaper as a Christmas decoration, or if you'd like to glow Tim Allen. No nonsense, I told you. Mm. She uh, she played him out like it was the Academy Awards. If the Academy Awards had a banjo uh, orchestra, yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, uh, okay. I'll I, I'll say I got that one wrong. But uh, man, oh man. You know, By the when way, the people first start talking, that's when I know whether I'm right or wrong. <laughs> yeah, when we play this game, we have to hear the host first. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, by the way, just a little side note, Richard is in jail right now. He, he, this, that is a class B. When did yeah. they find him? Was he a fugitive from justice for a it while? Was, it was a horrible trial. We got him a lawyer, horrible lawyer. Uh, and uh, it was a class B misdemeanor, and that's it. He, he's going to be in for five years. It's a terrible thing. All right, go ahead, Sal. We like this game. Go ahead. We'll okay. play some more. Would they sell a device that removes urine from snow so kids could eat the yellow snow? Huh? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say, say yes, yes to that, yeah. too. That seemed like a All very right. good thing, actually. Uh, so the this device is something you invented, and the urine uh, comes out of the snow, and the kids can eat the snow. Okay. That, I'm, I'm yep. down with this. Good Two morning. You're on Swap Shop. Good morning and happy holidays. You know, the snow is coming soon for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the kids, they just love playing in the snow. Uh-huh. And I'm selling a unique item. My friend is a scientist. He has a lab in his trailer. And he created something called the yellow snow filter. It's wonderful. It takes the urine right out of the snow so the kids can eat the snow. Huh, that's interesting. I tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and just go with tell kids not to eat yellow snow and we'll be just fine. Thank well, you. there are some stupid kids out there and one day I took a leak on a snowman and a kid ate it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hey, uh, people are answering the phone for me. Let's not let that on there anymore. How does she... But, but... She, you know what do you do. really think Sal told them that's what he wanted to sell? <laughs> you know when she knew, she, she said... Um, the the guy on the phone goes. Uh, I my friend has a lab in the trailer. 
Right. <laughs> you know, that's a dead giveaway. Yeah, she says, all right. Uh, next Listen call. Listen closely. <laughs> he got himself a laboratory in his trailer, and he's one of them there inventors. And uh, I think we both got that one wrong, didn't we? Yeah, we thought we did. they'd go for that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not good at this game. I. I don't know. Uh, crazy. But go ahead, Sal. I'll try a few okay. more. Okay. Would they sell the services of an elf willing to tuck <laughs> you in at night and even lick your toes? Yes. Yeah. Well, There's Richard a... actually, uh, there is a service. Richard uh, took advantage of it. Yeah, uh, and so Richard's I'm the only say... guy. Richard <laughs> called in an elf to tuck him in at uh, like Disneyland or one of those yeah. places. And, uh, and the next thing, the elf ran out of the room because Richard won't. <laughs> He goes, this is a service for kids, dude. Uh, but I say, yeah, they will allow it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Right. two yeses. Lock Caller two, let's get going. Merry Christmas, how are you? Doing all right, how are you? Uh, honestly, I'm a little down and out. I just got out of prison and I'm looking for some work. Sure thing, go ahead, what can you do? Well, I'm an elf, and for the holidays, I can tuck you in. I can whisper Christmas carols into your ear as you fall asleep. All right. We'll see there. I guess so. I'm even willing to break into your house to make it a more realistic experience. And that's mm -hmm. actually how I went to prison. I was breaking and entering and sniffing panties. All right. We got to keep moving You here. ever been tucked in by an elf? Uh, no, 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 have not. But I'll tickle you. I'll go through all your personal belongings while you're asleep. All right. I'll lick your toes. No, okay. I'll pass. That's the first I've heard. What's your phone number? See if somebody's interested. My number is 024. 024. Where's that at, anyway? Oh, that's in North Pole area code. Oh, I see. Well, we'll throw it out there and we'll, uh... Say best of luck on that, all right? Well, thanks so much, partner. And let me know if you change your mind and you want to get tucked in and tickled for Christmas. <laughs> okay, got to keep moving. There you go. You need an elf. 024. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm take a break. Got to get a drink here. Drink of water. I'll be right back. Fresh out of prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Why would they allow that? But okay. By the way, that is Richard's actual plan for when I retire. He's going to break in your He's house and be, be an elf. An elf. <laughs> yeah. You got any more? Or are we done with it? Yeah, no. Uh, okay, so we, Howard, you have a yes on the board. You have a point. Good for you. Oh, I, oh, I won that one? Yeah, you said yes. Yes, yes you said yeah. yes. You're doing good. I'm not. I'm not even uh, keeping track. I, I just can't believe these items. Well, Go ahead. I what think do you I've got? gotten at least three, Sal. Don't tell. Uh, I think uh, Howard. Though. I think you already won, Robin. You won. Don't You're worry being a Grinch, Robin. Yeah. yeah. All right. Would they sell a novelty Christmas ornament of a menorah in a toilet? I'm, I don't even understand that. So it's a it's a Christmas ornament, but it, and the yeah. ornament is of a menorah in a toilet bowl. Oh, I see. It's disparaging the Jewish people. Yes. I don't think they. I, I think they would sell I that. I don't think they, they know care. what a menorah is. I don't know yeah. what. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't have that Jewish stuff down here. <laughs> yeah, uh, is on radio. <laughs> what you mean, menorah? <laughs> Ain't that that virus that's killing everyone? <laughs> yeah, I think they'll sell menorahs in a toilet. Why not? What do they care? I'm gonna uh, say let, no. You say no. I say yes. Uh, all right, back to our phone lines. Merry Christmas. Thank you. 
You're very welcome. You know, it's important that we keep Christ in Christmas, uh, but there's a way of adding humor to it to make uh, people aware that it's about Jesus, because obviously uh, the Jewish people made up that Hanukkah holiday because they were jealous of our traditions, so they went right. out... Do you have an item for Swap Shop, or is this an editorial call? Well, I'm sorry, I don't mean to babble on. I'm just trying to make a point. Anyway, my item is a real hoop. All righty. It's a Christmas ornament of a menorah in a toilet. <laughs> Let's just, just continue real... this phone call right here. Mm. Uh, we don't need that at all. And, yes, we do. Uh, uh, if we get any more of those today, we won't take any more phone calls. That's the bottom oh, line. Oh, wow. We could shut it all down. What the what the hell kind of radio host is that? You can't right. sell a little, have a little fun with some Jew hating. Come on, what's going on? Tradio's getting I'm real. Very proud of them. Tradio's getting real liberal. I'll tell you really that. Latin. All right, go All ahead. Right. What else? Score is four one, Robin. Make you feel better. You're running Four away with this, Robin. <laughs> All right, would they sell fossilized donkey feces from the manger where Jesus was born? Absolutely. Well, that's holy. Yeah. 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 What, <laughs> you say yes. I say yes. You say you say you can verify that. <laughs> uh, what do you say? You say yes or no? I don't know. These people are getting pretty smart. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take, I, I've got so much leverage here. I'm going right. to spend some of it and say, no, they're not, oh, right. not going to go for this. Yeah, I mean, uh, you literally are running away with this. Even if you get it wrong, I think you'd be in good shape. All right. Um, Robin says they won't allow it. I say they will allow fossilized uh, donkey shit from the manger. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I was wondering, is it okay if I sell a piece of fossilized donkey excrement uh -huh. from the manger at the very first Christmas? Why not? Oh, awesome, thanks. My number is 702. 702, where's that at? Oh, I'm calling from Bethlehem, the birthplace of Jesus H. Christ. Them donkeys is far off. Yep, and you can own a piece of feces that was squeezed out the night Jesus was born. <clears throat> yeah, too far off. Nobody gonna ride that far for donkey shit. Oh, sorry. Well, you don't have to come to Bethlehem for it. I'll ship the donkey feces to anywhere in the U.S. And I'm just asking forty dollars. Yes, sir. No problem. Forty dollars if you're interested. Seven more. All righty. Uh, we'll be back. Y'all, hang on. There's a lot of places you can go get a good burger, but I don't think you'll find one anywhere. Wow. Uh, hey, I got one right, Robin. Yeah. Now it's four two. Now we got a contest. Four two. All right. Would they sell lawn inflatables, you know, like the one Ronnie has of dragons? Yes. Lawn inflatables of two gay Santas holding hands with lesbian reindeer. How no do you fucking tell way. if a lesbian reindeer is in the <laughs> back? Uh, as soon as you say gay or lesbian, they're out of there. They're going to go, no way. <laughs> Okay, All right. no I say no, they're not going to let uh, you sell. I happen to agree. All right, here we go. Gay lawn Santa, gay lawn Santas and lesbian reindeer. Let's call her 12. Hello. Uh, what I'm selling here is great for the holidays. You know the blow-up Santa Clauses? Yeah. These are two blow-up Santa Clauses. It's it's great to, to teach kids about inclusion. It's a black and white Santa Claus holding hands. <laughs> That'll work. And uh, they have leather chaps on and high heels. I think they might be uh, homosexual. 
All right. And I'm also selling a set of four lesbian reindeer that... Hey, disregard somebody with a mental disorder. Just <laughs> scratch that one off. <laughs> all right, all right. Go and take a break. I'll be right back. I told you, once you hit lesbian, anything, yeah. they're going to get... He was going for the black and white and gay, and they just yeah. said lesbian. It was like, whoa, hold the phone. Yeah, it's, it's gone too far now. You can't have a lesbian reindeer. It's kind of like your reaction. You're like, what do you mean a lesbian reindeer? But one thing he was right about is the mental disorder. Disorder. Most of our staff That's does right. suffer from that. We need All that right. to do these calls. All right, here we go. So it's 4-2. Here's the closer. Would they sell a Santa suit? Wait a minute. Worn... I just got that one. You, did, you said no? We both said, said no. So you're still... So, yeah, so, it's 5-3. So, yeah. No, Howard said no as well. So it's 5-3. You're correct. <laughs> I told you he's mentally disabled. <laughs> that, the guy's right. You got a mental disorder. All right, All right Rob. I mean, whatever your name is. Robin, Sal, you win. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. You won, Robin. Don't worry. You're, you're, a, you're everyone's winner. Yeah. Uh, Robin, not only did you win, but I have all the answers in front of me, and I still let you win. So let's relax. I'm never going to let you lose. You, you actually right. have the answers. I didn't look and cheat. That's the truth. Okay, go ahead. Didn't. Please. All right, here we go, uh, Rob. You see what clothes. I have to contend with here? <laughs> <laughs> Mental disorders. Come on, go ahead. Last one, Sal. Come on, Robin. Here we go. Would they sell a Santa suit worn by serial killer John Wayne Gacy, complete with stains? Yes. Yes. All right, we both agree. All right. Here we go. Welcome into the swap shop. Good morning. You're on the air. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great holiday. I am having a good holiday, and I hope you are too. Anyway, speaking of the holidays, uh, I'm selling a, a Santa suit. Santa Claus suit? So you used to do Santa? Yeah, I used to wear it myself, but this is a unique one because uh, my brother used to work in forensics, and he got me this suit. It belongs to John Wayne Gacy. Do you remember him? Yes. And uh, the suit is a unique collector's item because uh, it still has some stains on it, and it still smells of chloroform. It's right there in the costume. Part of the costume. That's great. Yeah, right in the costume. And I think it's got some fingernail and bite marks in it, too. All right, I think we're going to probably have to leave it at that before we get too far. Oh, all right. Uh, and uh, what phone number should they call? I want 50 <laughs> bucks for it, and you could call me at 919 919- 919 is a phone number. You take care. Have a have a wonderful holiday. I didn't want to go too much further on that one because I didn't know where we were going to end up going. It could get from could start working our way into some poor taste. Yeah, I think so. Well, good right, game, Sal. It's for sale. <laughs> it is for sale. <laughs> poor taste is our sweet spot, by the way. So, <laughs> well, Robin, once again, you win because you got the most answers right, and uh, congratulations to you, Sal. Tell her what she's won. <laughs> she's won a deer with a lot of penis. <laughs> no, she won. A, she won lottery tickets for your dad. All right. <laughs> um, Amazing. Uh, Wolfie's got a game, too. But first, let's hear from Steve in Virginia. Steve, what's on your mind? Well, hey, now, there from Virginia, uh, Howard Robin. I want to know that uh, uh, your show is, is the main reason that I have an XM satellite subscription. I, I, 
Uh, I, Are uh, you on a um, cell phone or maybe um, one or of those? Or a tin can or what? Yeah, um, <laughs> can, you, uh, can you pick up the phone in some way or are you on those uh, ear pods or some shit like that? Uh, uh, that that's better. How's that? A little better, that's but better? go ahead. Just, yeah, okay. I mean, Jesus, Steve. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, you're gonna make me throw up. Did you hear that, Steve? I want to make sure you hear everything. Yeah, Steve, what can I, I, I do for you? And try and say it clearly. Uh, yes, um, uh, I wanted to know if if you actually read your Instagram messages. No, I don't even know how to do that. You don't know how to do that. I know how to post, and sometimes my wife will help me post, but. But my Instagram is closed to the public anyway. It's only I only got like twenty seven followers. I I got my friends on there and they just look at my artwork. But if you oh. but if you direct message me, I wouldn't really read it. I don't even read the I don't even read it. I just post some artwork and, and other painters I know kind of go, "Hey man, your painting looks pretty good, dude." And then I'll go, yeah. "Okay, thanks, man. That's it. That's it. That's oh, it." That's, that's- yeah, uh, well, you, you and Beth do uh, ex- excellent work with with your your cat rescues. Well, that my that that stuff. If you follow my wife, yeah, she reads all that, and you know, she she's uh she's very involved in it. In fact, we go for a walk. She doesn't even look at me. She's just on she's on she's Instagram when we're at walking. Those messages. <laughs> yeah, and I go, honey, maybe you could pay attention to me. She goes, I'm saving lives right now. I go, oh, how can you argue with that? You're saving lives. <laughs> she knows how to shut you up. She knows how to shut me down, and I'm like, "Well, that's pretty important. If you're saving lives, she does. She does great work. She does yes, great she does. work. What can I tell you? But yeah, she she does all that. But uh, I'm thinking of going public with my Instagram. But I'm you're still thinking about it. Yeah, I don't make uh, those decisions lightly because people are assholes, and then they get a hold of you, and then they comment on your art, and you know, and then that's people terrible. be like, "You're such a pussy. You paint, and you know, or some stupid shit like that, or." Or, hey, man, why don't you, like, paint a lesbian? So the only people on my Instagram now are uh, uh, artists and uh, and Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy likes looking at him. Yeah. You're on it, too. Robin's on it. Kimball, Kimball. Robin, Robin. Jimmy makes jokes. The other day I, paint, I painted something. I put it up there, and he goes, hey, you're a regular penis casso. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm not even looking for that. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just showing my artwork to other artists. No, That's sometimes all. I go on to look because you keep improving so much. It's really fascinating. Thank you. Well, I enjoy it. But I, I was thinking like maybe on Instagram I'll go public. I'll show my paintings and then maybe even some other things that might be interesting to look at. Mm. But, you know, art wise. But uh well, you know what's interesting? I was re- I told you I read that article about Val Kilmer, and he was yeah. talking about having bought a painting from another famous person, and now I can't remember who. It was like another actor who paints. And yeah, he I won't a do it. Of his, uh, several famous people, famous friends of mine, people you know, have asked to buy paintings of mine. Some very prominent people, and I mm-hmm. say no, and they get very shocked by that. But I, you know what it is? I, I want to say to them, first of all, I wouldn't accept money from you. But if you want to make a donation, maybe then I would think about it to like our charity. And then I realized they might be thinking like a thousand bucks. And I'm thinking you should donate a million bucks. Right. Yeah. We need, if we need some high got rollers. To name the price of the painting. You yeah, wouldn't but that be, would be looking for a thousand dollars. But that would be embarrassing because I'm always shocked. Like, um, 
like Beth would, uh, Beth doesn't ever ask people for donations for her. You know, there's a notice up there if you want to donate to the charity because it costs mm-hmm. a fortune, Animal Rescue, and you got to pay vets and everything. And, um, and then someone will contest and go, we gave a, they'll go, um, by the way, we gave a very, very generous donation. And these are wealthy people. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about people that some of them are billionaires. And they go, we, by the way, we gave a very generous donation. I mean, who even says that? Just give the fucking donation. And then you look and it's like, I think it was a thousand dollars. And these people are billionaires that we're talking about. Really wealthy people. When we give over a cat, we give, we, we provide the, we provide a whole like month's worth of some food. I see Beth gives cat food, toys, cat litter. trees. God, they, she gives the them the carrying case, the, the cat carrying comes case. In. And I go, Jesus toys. Christ. And, they, yeah, and then they'll give like a donation for like 50 bucks. And I see these people, they cut, they show up in their BMWs. And I'm like, you yeah. fuckers. Beds, so, everything. Right an now average, I'm, I, I'm footing the whole bill. Yeah. An average vet visit is like 500 to a thousand, even for something simple. Tell me about it. Just, just alone, it's about 300, 400 grand a year. And to then you're talking the- about neutered, spayed. Yeah. You know, you oh, guys yeah. get that done. You don't send them out before that's done. And people go, um, we gave a generous donation of $50. <laughs> and they hand you a check for $50. And I'm like, you fuckers. I need a couple of high rollers who believe in animal rescue and, you know. You know, who really want us, who really want to change, make a change. Yeah. yeah, make a change. We could build a whole facility and I'm, I'm doing that. We, we did a facility at North Shore Animal League and stuff, but yeah. shit's expensive. And, uh, and then I got my mother, man, she's expensive. She's more expensive <laughs> than a hundred cats. <laughs> you need oh to start a GoFundMe for her bills. If I, you know, if I told you how much I'm spending on my mother, you would fucking paint. You would, I mean, excuse me, faint. <laughs> Not paint. <laughs> Maybe you would. <laughs> you would faint. You'd say, man, it's on fucking believe. And then she goes, Beth's my best friend. I go, Beth? <laughs> Beth ain't paying for your fucking care. I'm paying over here. I'm your best friend. <laughs> Beth's my best friend. Go, Beth! <laughs> hey, hey. She goes, I have a great team of people taking care of me. I go, no, 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 you don't. I'm the team. I'm paying everybody. <laughs> I go down to my basement and slave over a hot microphone so that I can pay. <laughs> like when I get the bills, I go, there's no chance I'm quitting work. Serious XM going to have me here. For, I'll be dead and they're going to have me here. Because <laughs> my mother will still be alive. It's a fucking fortune. I, I, one day I'm going to come on the air and tell you what I'm spending. You're going to read us the bills? And you know what you're going to say? How could one woman cost so much money? <laughs> How could one woman, and, and, and God forbid, she put me in a good school system. Sorry, I just lived in the past. But okay. <laughs> but Steve, to answer your questions, um, no, I do not read direct messages on Instagram. But on my wife's Instagram, we do. We Last night, we posted a picture of me eating my dessert, which was an orange. And <laughs> yeah. my wife is eating a bag of of pretzel, cu- Reese's chocolate-covered pretzels with peanut butter. And I go, why the fuck do I have all these health problems? And she looks like a goddess. I'm the one eating the orange. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, well, 
Yeah, I, I guess she just metabolizes a lot better than you. But Holy um, mackerel, does she? I can't even find cellulite on her. Because I inspect her when she allows me to bang her. <laughs> she goes, oh, oh yeah. She goes, why don't you lower confident. the She goes, um, why don't we lower the lights? I go, not with your body. You, I'm peeling the lights on and I'm going to inspect. She goes, I don't want to be inspected. I go, you're, I'm an inspector and you're being inspected. <laughs> We're playing inspector. <laughs> That's right. And I'm, uh, I'm the inspector. I'm Inspector Stern. <laughs> well listen but thank yeah, god I, I get laid once in a while because uh i tell you my bills are out of fucking control you know i i did a study i was reading about this country of ecuador it costs less to run ecuador than to run my mother's uh situation <laughs> you could, like, you could i could own ecuador, ecuador. Yep, yep, <laughs> for what i pay for my mother <laughs> And the well, phone aren't they going to be happy when you get relieved of that job and you can start taking care of them? Yeah, and my sister's very gracious. She even said to me, you know, Howard, you, you're spending so much money. She goes, why don't you take whatever dad had in his will and put it toward mom's care? I go, that would last a week. <laughs> <laughs> what dad How managed to say. Our, our financial genius father, uh, you know, really planned for his old age. I'm a moron. He told me I'm a moron, but he didn't plan for his old age. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, crazy, before man. I go. Yeah, why yeah. did you bring up all these yeah. great memories? Yeah, Steve, you know, you're a troublemaker. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, What yeah, can I do for I go, you? I, yeah, I, I was uh, listening to, to your story about about getting your dad's porn stash, and I could I could relate to that because my dad kept a stash in his in his dresser drawer. But he, he would lay his he had a thirty eight pistol that he had kept in a holster. But he he would lay that on top of the book. And when I when I took the magazine out, I had to try to remember it to, if I put the put the thing put the, the pistol back in, in the same position that he had it. Hey, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my dad had weird porn, man. My dad had some hardcore shit in his little dresser. What are you talking dresser. about? I don't know. It was creepy shit, but I read every bit of it. I jerked off to it all the time. It was reading? I, it reading books. Books. Oh. Stories. Yeah, I would jerk off to my dad's books. That's why I had to be careful, because my dad would had his bookmark, which was a piece of toilet paper, so... <laughs> When I when I took his books out, I had to make sure I went back to the original page. I was like a yeah. scribe, I, and like I, you know, I didn't, and I made sure the tissue paper was back in the same, you know. Were that's you how I got OCD. The same things he was reading. Were you keeping up with his? Uh, no, no, no. You, you mean did we have like an Oprah book club? Uh, yes. No, no. If he ever caught me, that I knew where his porn was. But my dad didn't have any guns. Um, good. He didn't have any guns. I, I got guns, but my dad never had guns. I'm a gun guy. You know, I'm ready to I'm yeah. ready to protect. I'm ready to protect my house. Protect and serve, that's you. I'm ready to protect and serve. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow I think he, he knew I I gotten into his magazines, though. I'm I'm pretty sure he knew. Just because I, yeah, you know, that, well that's sweet. Thing. My dad would have yeah. killed me. He wouldn't need a gun. He would just strangle me. If, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. That, uh, I don't even know. I, I was filled with wonder. I was like, where's my dad getting these dirty books and shit that he reads? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know. But, uh, yeah, everybody had a little How does he get him into the house? Do you think his wife knew that he was stashing away? My mom dirty knew. Stories? My, 
my mom was like the inspector general of the United States. Oh, yeah. She knew what everybody was up to. You, you should have seen me trying to hide my weed in high school when from my mother. Like she was, in, she was up in my shit all the time. Like she, her philosophy was, you know how like you read child psychologists and they say, yeah. The best thing you can do for a kid is give him autonomy over his room. Let him decorate his room. Let him own his room. Let him own his own space. Not my mother. She's like, that is my room. <laughs> and if you and I don't want filthy, dirty pictures on the walls with scotch tape and I don't want posters. And then my mom decorated my room. So whenever I had was lucky enough to have a friend come over, you have these orange fucking my room was like hospital green walls with orange fucking bedspreads uh that uh. i mean it make you want to throw up and there was no pictures <laughs> on the wall there was nothing no nothing indication this room was owned by a little boy or a like, teenager like, no no like a hotel six would look more like i owned it <laughs> like at least it had a picture on the wall had no artwork nothing everything and then wow. my mother would just when i would go to school she would inspect my drawers to see what was doing in there and i you know once i got into 10th grade, I was heavy into weed and uh, uh -huh. whatever, you know, quaaludes, whatever I get my hands on. And, uh, oh, she was like a little detective in there. But she wasn't smart enough to find my weed. Oh, you got, uh, uh, you found a hiding place you couldn't? I had, right. um, I had weed, stag films, um, eight millimeter, uh, and, and I, I, I concealed them from her. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Weren't those huge reels, the porn bags? Huge reels, yeah. I had them in brown paper say, bags. When did you have time to set up a projector at one when, <laughs> when my parents would leave the house, my yeah. dad had a projector for taking family films. So I'd hustle my ass down there. It was like a fucking, <laughs> it was like Mission Impossible because they could come back at any time. <laughs> And then the film sometimes would melt in the yeah. in the projector. Like, oh, and gosh. you had to set up, you had to set up the screen because my dad yeah. had it all packed away. I had to then figure out how to work the projector real fast and jerk off, and then conceal <laughs> everything. And I, I mean, it was like the, the lengths you'd go this to to jerk off. Mission, mission Impossible. Well, then I figured out. Let me watch the porn. And then go upstairs and jerk off after I watched it, put everything away. Because it was too much time invested in jerking <laughs> off during the film. You just have to remember what you saw. Yeah, I only had one porn film. A friend of mine gave it to me, and he was petrified his parents would find that. I said, let me handle this. I'll take I'll take the risk. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asked me for it back. Uh, I was brokenhearted. But, uh, yeah, it was a guy who, a woman who was walking around naked. And her TV, she calls a TV repairman. And uh she was pretty hot too. I was shocked. You know, it was a silent film. And the repairman comes in and he's um he's fixing the TV and you see her when he she takes his coat from him, so she steals his money out of his wallet. Oh. And then she um then he's finished and he hands her the bill and she uh and he goes in his wallet and he sees his money's gone. Well, she's wearing like a fur coat for believe it or not with nothing on underneath it that she threw on when the tv repairman came well he starts spanking her he throws her over his knee <laughs> he's whacking her ass and like you fuck you know he can't no talking but you can tell like you know right he's like you 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 stole my and then he just bangs her he fucks her hard and she loved it <laughs> but jesus christ to watch this thing to set up a projector with eight millimeter film and to thread the, the fucking projector uh, the film was pretty long. It was like a 25-minute yeah. film. I mean, it, and, you know, you can't fast forward until you get to the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
But what I remember, I'd, I'd run down to that basement. It was like the Bin Laden raid. You had to plan it out. Like, okay, they're out of the house. How, well, I'd, be like, I'd, I'd be like the FBI. Uh, Mom, Dad, where are you guys going? I want to go in the yogurt shop. Oh, okay, yogurt shop. Hmm, where the fuck is that? What if they come back like they forget yeah, something? Yeah, did you or... let's, what time do you think you'll be back? Let's synchronize go- our watches. We're, we're going to Vibrox and Freeport for Kentucky Fried. Oh, okay. All right. That, that, then I, then I could probably get through that. That could take minutes. some time. Yeah. 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 Imagine my parents catch me. Projectors going, the lights are out. There's jism on my belly. You know, like, <laughs> like you're a perfect. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, how old were you when all this was going on? Um, 15, 16. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, you kidding? Stag films? And I had a nudist magazine. I had my own little stash going. Don't ask. Much better than your dad. You didn't have to read. There were pictures. No, I had pictures. I had better <laughs> porn than my old man. <laughs> hey, fuck you. You're so smart. How come I got better porn than you? And I'm only 15. I was reading a report today that said by 17, most kids have been exposed to porn. Do you think that's they yeah, were acting now, like that was a terrible thing, that it's so pervasive? That by honestly, 17, most kids I think it porn. is bad. And I'll tell you why. Back yeah. in my day, when you had porn, I mean, you talk about girdle ads. It was kind of innocent. You know, <laughs> like I didn't know what I was doing the first time I fucked a girl. You watch porn now. I mean, Jesus Christ, these kids at 12 are experts on how to fuck. I mean, is, there's something wrong with that. You should have to fumble your way through it a couple of times uh. before. Uh, these kids are already doing 69. They're doing cream pies. They're doing felching. Yeah, I mean, they're, that, they're yeah. born, that yeah. they like to see is pretty crazy. And I understand kids are getting blowjobs now, like when they're 13, because of all this shit. Oh, you that's know. rainbow parties. I heard about yeah, that. Rainbow yeah. Party. yeah, rainbow party. Yeah, yeah, rainbow party. I wish I could have had a rainbow party. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I, I never had a rainbow party, Robin. <laughs> it always rained. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, porn was a whole different thing. All right. I, 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 let me say, uh, oh, who the hell is this? Oh, there's Ralph. <laughs> Oh, Ralph's on my Instagram. He's one oh, of the speaking of rainbows. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, uh, I have a solution. First of all, I think you should start publicizing whatever your Instagram. Um, and I have a solution: either a turn off the comments. I can do that. Also, and you could also like kind of uh, like selectively, you know, let certain people on your comments, which is kind of lame, though. Or you can let me delete all the assholes. I love doing that on my Instagram. I'll hmm. delete all the negative comments and people and report. Don't them get started assholes. with Ralph. Oh, it's so you know great. what know. it's like when he takes responsibility for something. Oh, you know I'll what? Thank you for saying Robin. that. Thank you for saying that. You know, I do. You know, I'm one of these dupes that uh, loves <laughs> Ralph so much that I he always pitches me and it always sounds good. But then I realize he's going to offend everyone on my Instagram. He's no, not going to be. I won't, I won't make a comment. Just you know, with people. Oh, Howard, why, why, did, why aren't you on the air today instead of in bed? That's what you don't want. Fuck right. you. Yeah, mm, you're I right. Love getting rid of those people. Uh, I because know that he's wait, wait, taking Bobby. responsibility for all I know things. is all I know Bye, is Bobby. he he ended up off. He, he can't even get back on Twitter. They threw his ass yeah, off so fast. Yeah. And, I don't no. want to go on Twitter. He I'm can't even get in your house, Howard. I'm exclusively <laughs> hey, no. Never mind Twitter. I'm exclusively on Instagram. Thank you. But really, seriously, your work is so impressive and beautiful. That Thank you. 
With all the shit in the world, especially online. How long will he be enthusiastic? That's the other thing that you've got to think about. This will become like a job to him. And guess who can't? Who's allergic to job? Who, me? Oh, shit. Yeah, Ralph. That's not true, Robin. I go, Ralph, why didn't you block this person? It, it was my day off. <laughs> no, no, dude, I love yeah. it. I love it. It gives me such power. I love it. And you can report Well, I'll talk to you too. about it. I'll maybe maybe you're on to something. I don't know. Okay. You go ahead. I, I can't wait for it to fall apart. Oh, shut Robin, up, Robin. You can't even work your phone. Robin yeah, has right. uh, no Whatever. faith in you. Um. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll talk to you about it, Ralph. We'll see. But, uh, hey, Ralph, I was talking about you yesterday. I thought you were going to call in when I was talking about setting up Chris with, uh, yeah, you know, I, I know. And then Chris is getting annoyed. And, you, you know, it's, I just don't get, I don't just don't think those two would be a good match. I, I do. Why don't it. we try it? I don't, I think you're, how come you yeah, know Howard, that it's not a good match? Yeah, you're narrow minded in this respect. You think if two guys are gay, they're a good match. No, you you no, no, no. You don't know either of these guys well. I know Chris pretty well, and I know James pretty well. And I just don't think they'd be a good match. Oh, it's James? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. I thought, I, listen, Chris told me he can't meet a good guy. I'm talking with James the other day. Chris meets James good guys said, every week. He's always on dates and. Poke it up here and there. That's not true. That's not true anymore. That's not true anymore. But, but you know James what, Ralph? James is awesome. Chris, I'm James Chris, is I'm one not, of the I'm James not, is one of the greatest guys I ever met. I love but, James. He's well, I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what. So I was thinking about these two guys who are both, you know, looking for love, and I thought, hey, maybe I'll make a shidduch. and uh, that's Italian for like a match. And uh, <laughs> I thought, well, maybe I'll do that. And and uh, Ralph and it crossed, goes, and, no, and it crossed my mind. And uh, I, I you, you showed thought? me I, pictures of him, Ralph, and I, I, I said I was interested. Was, how, so how why all that? of a sudden would it not work? It just, it just, I was just, you know, toying around with the idea. You well, were toying I, with my emotions. Well, can I say something, guys? Chris, Chris is I go by, I go by. Ralph does know both guys better than me. And I'm very and so, receptive. I'm very receptive. And I do go. <laughs> really? I, I'm I not going to go behind Ralph's back and set these two fellas up. But I said to Ralph, "Listen, it could be you're either in love with Chris or you're in love with James, and you're keeping. You know, I know you're fully heterosexual, right? But maybe exactly. you're having some kind of love for these guys uh, that you're not even aware of. Because why wouldn't you? Like, so who cares if so they get together? Each other that you could do you know, as a threesome go out to dinner and they could just well, it doesn't have to be crazy, a setup. Oh, Hold on, no, wait a second. Did. A threesome. Don't use the threesome <laughs> word around Ralph. Uh, anyway, meant at the dinner table. Chris, Can I make one last point, Howard. Your last, Ralph, the last Ralph guy is, you fixed Chris up was with a disaster with Andy Cohen. Oh please, that uh, wasn't please. a real thing. You know that was for the air. I'm talking about real love. I'm talking about real man-on-man love here. And I'm looking Uh, for real love. I really am looking for real love. I know you are, Chris, and I wouldn't waste your time. You couldn't meet meet a better guy than James, I'll tell Uh, you that. A sweetheart. See, Robin knows too. I mean, Robin is dangling this guy in front of me. It's cruel. Well, you Stop see, it. these guys... You're fine. Stop it. You're fine. You've got plenty of I'm really not fine, and you know I'm not fine. Well, Ralph. that's another thing, but <laughs> what's going on here? 
I think, you know, when two worlds, you know, sometimes it's weird when you, yeah, you just right. don't want to be left. You're afraid you'll lose Chris or you're afraid you'll lose James. You'll lose I think both that's of them, it. maybe, even. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a possibility. I wouldn't want that to happen. And you go to dinner all the time with Chris. Maybe you're afraid that if he falls in love with James, he's not going to be available to you. Uh, no, that's I don't think that'll be an issue. Okay. That's my theory. All right. Well. My theory is they wouldn't make a good match, and why waste anybody's time? You said the opposite to me. You sh why even bring him up? Why let me know he exists if you don't That's think right. we'd make a good uh -oh. match? Yeah, you don't like to stop it, Chris. You're being silly. I'm like, really I just not. I'm being honest. Thing. I had thought of it a couple of times, and then I thought it out, and then I was like, hmm. I don't think it's no, you handed your phone over to me. I saw his picture. I went, wow, he's really cute. And then you thought it over and said no. That's what happened. Well, well, you know, there's more. To, there's more to something. There's more to a relationship than cuteness. You know that. Of course. So I'd like to meet the guy and see if there's something more there. What, what's the I, harm? I met him. I met him, and I found out he's not good for you. Oh, this is. He already figured it out. This is. You're really saying douchebag. Do you feel there's something wrong with Chris that he should no. stay away from James, or there's something wrong with James that he should stay away from no, Chris? No, no, no. And okay. if, it was, if I thought that of either of them, I certainly wouldn't say it on the air, and I'm certainly not going to discuss James and my relationship with him. You know, that's, okay. that's for James to talk about. You know, right. uh, you know he, he doesn't want to be part of this. So, Ralph, you are not going to introduce these two. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean. Just get on my Instagram it. and let nature take its course. You think you can find you them on your? Think... You think you'll be able to find them with your flood of guys you got out there? <laughs> I only follow two hundred people. I don't have a flood of guys, Ralph. No, no, no. Ralph, your inbox. Don't you think? Don't you think like uh, Britney Spears' dad? You're acting like Chris's conservator, and maybe you should uh, yes. allow him to get out of prison. Yeah, right, he okay. should take over his finances too. He blows a lot of money that he should be invested. I do not. I, what I invest he... plenty, and I don't. What's take he blow money on? Well, maybe not since the pandemic. I don't know. It's just, you know, he's like John Blit with these lavish dinners. That he I'm not. Like Ralph, you're just cheap, and there's a big difference. Well, whatever. <laughs> well, Ralph you're should be cheap. You're just a cheapskate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cheap because I'm poor. <laughs> All right, Ralphie. Thank you. There's Ralph. I'll give it more. You can give him more thought. Well, How hey. much time is he going to take to think? I don't know. Wolfie, you got something for us, right? Another I do. package. I, I also have a game. This is the uh, the Whack Pack Holiday Traditions game. I so like this. We, yeah, we uh, we spoke to the Whack Pack prior to the holidays, and we asked them if they have any holiday traditions. So you need to match the tradition with the Whack Packer. Uh oh. Okay. Howard, I you'll like be that. better. Uh, you got the answers to this. Sure, but I'll act. I'll play along. Go oh, ahead. You'll <laughs> act like you don't. I don't have the answer. What do you want from me? Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to start you off with an easy one. Every yeah. Christmas, this whack packer asks Santa for dirty panties. Oh. Whose holiday oh. tradition is it? Is it King of All Blacks, Ham Hands, or oh. Mark the Bagger? Yikes. Oh. Well, well there's two for, possibilities there. Right. King of all blacks and ham hands. That's why it's a game, Robin. I'm going to go with ham up, hands. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I think ham hands is a single guy. King of all blacks is married. And all ham hands ever wants from anybody is panties. 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 So, panties. Uh, <laughs> let's see who's right. We're both, we're both right in this we're case. We're both saying ham hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
My tradition now is to ask Santa Claus for dirty panties. I'm not talking about skin mark, shit stained panties. I'm talking about panties after a whole day that the sweet, sexy, cute woman, the girl, wears all day. The combined scent of the pussy and asshole. Oh, <laughs> what a creep. <laughs> I mean, that defines uh, creepy. <laughs> even when you say panties. Panties. <laughs> it combines Love smell. Panties. I'm not talking about skid marks. <laughs> I'm talking about the combined smell of asshole and pussy. Panties. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. I got to recover from All that All right, one. I got to take a, a shower. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's let me take a break from this game. I'm gonna go <laughs> bang my head into the wall. Really? Uh, let, let's take a break. I gotta tell you about uh, Nutrisystem. Well, there he is, Sammy Hagar. Is this on your playlist? I hope. Yeah, it is. There's only one way to rock. He's good, Sammy. He knows how to rock. All right, thank you. I gotta get Wolfie back in here. And finish this game we're playing. It's called, um, uh, what is it called again, Wolfie? Holiday Traditions of the Whack Pack? Yes, Whack Pack Holiday <laughs> Traditions. Yeah, I, I mean, that first tradition we played, uh, I think, you know, the police should be informed. <laughs> oh, just, wait, just wait, Robert. It gets a lot worse. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot the name of the game. I mean, it's so catchy. The Whack Pack Traditions and Christmas. Holiday Traditions of the Whack Pack. All it right. rolls off Here the tongue. <laughs> it sure does. What? Give me another one, will you? All right. Uh, so, number two. As a child, this Whack Packers Christmas morning tradition was getting yelled at for opening the wrong Christmas presents. Is that Bigfoot, Underdog, or Bobo? I would have said Wendy. I could see her. Oh, but she's not one of the choices. Bobo? Bigfoot, Underdog, or Bobo? Oh, what? I know who it is. What about all of them? I could see them all. <laughs> you can't I, choose I all. Don't... Who do you think it is? I think it's underdog. I think it's uh was Bigfoot in there? Yeah. He's in there. It's either underdog or Bigfoot. Oh, who gives a fuck? Let me hear who it is. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll say uh, Bigfoot just to keep the game interesting. I open all my dad's presents. Presents. Yeah, I open those fuckers up. He got very pissed off over me. Yeah, he got wicked mad, all right. I didn't know what the hell I thought. I said, your name is Mark as well as my name is Mark, and I don't understand who's, who's is what. I opened them up by accident and didn't know I was opening his presence, it is, and I got bitched out for it. <laughs> what did your dad say when you did that? You weren't happy. He said, you greedy little bastard. Oh, man, I feel, can you imagine Bigfoot as a little baby, a little boy? And this the sad for... thing is, he he makes a perfect point. Why give your child the same name? And so why be so stupid? Mark? Why be so stupid to put on the gifts, Mark? <laughs> you know, this, you know, is, like... this is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah, poor Bigfoot.
This happened many years in a row, and it kept happening every single Christmas. So. <laughs> this is a great family. They never learn. Oh, my God. So the so he said the tradition was every Christmas, the mom would make the gifts, put Mark on it. Mark would open, little Mark would open up Big Mark's gifts and get the shit fucking yelled out of him. Oh, man. Right. Sad story. I know. Let's cancel Christmas. <laughs> right. Panties and people yelling at each other. Uh, what else you got? Panties. All right. N- number three. This whackpacker enjoys a blow job next to the Christmas tree. Whose tradition is it? Mark the bagger, king of all blacks, or Will the farter? Oh. Well, first of all, my my analysis is this. Mark the bagger isn't getting any blow jobs. Who's That's he going to get to give him a blow job? <laughs> right? So he's out. Who are the other two? <laughs> Will uh, the farter have... or King of All Blacks? Correct. King yep. of All Blacks is a weirdo freak who likes to get peed on and stuff. That blowjob by the Christmas tree wouldn't turn him on. I think it's a... Uh, Will, the, the, Will the No, no. King of All Blacks is not getting blowjobs near the Christmas tree. He's way into more hardcore stuff, so I think it's Will the Farter. And Will the Farter gets chicks. He's a... Uh, really? He, yeah, yeah, he gets a lot of girls. I could see him. Ah about that. What do you think, bro? I'm figuring the only one who has somebody who might give him a blowjob is King of All Black. No. And it would be kinky to him Will the Farter. What? What? Because he he gets girls. He's a semi-normal looking dude. And remember, he's not particularly brilliant. I know he had a wife for a while, but that didn't work out. I don't know about these other girls. King wants wants, like to smell your panties and play with your feet and Yeah, but you know, he the fact that this is you know Mm -hmm. for little kids and you know he's gonna take his wife under the Christmas tree. I think that's where he would go. All right. Well, well, we got a real uh, debate I, here. Who's right? Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> uh, Robin says it's uh, the bi- uh, g- king of all blacks. I say it's uh, Will the Farter. Let's see. Every year I get a blowjob right next to the- See, you see, it's Will the Farter. Uh, I told you to go with see, that. See, I don't know anything about him and girls. <laughs> see, you're forgetting. Every you, year you know- I get a blowjob right next to the Christmas tree. Uh, the reason why is because uh, when I was with my ex, we just started doing that, and it was it was been a tradition the whole time I was with her. So it was something that to look forward to. If you haven't done it before, get a blowjob next to the Christmas tree because it's very erotic. Merry Christmas, fuckers! <laughs> <laughs> and, and he farts during it. I thought you would be better at this than me. Yeah, you said that. Let, just go with what I say, so you win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Mark the Bagger. I knew it wasn't you. You don't yes. get laid. No. You don't. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. What I like to do every Christmas is I will come on my Christmas tree and I let the corn crust up and turn into chips and then I eat it like potato chips with a hoagie. Oh. oh. <laughs> you know, Mark. I want to have Nikki Glazer come over on the tree with me. Eat my chip chips, and we can go to Walmart together. Nice. Boy, what would you do to... Uh, now, that's the Christmas gift I'm going to get you, Nikki Glazer. Oh, boy. <laughs> He'd yeah. like that to be a tradition. Yeah. Yes. Nikki. Yes. 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 Nice. Yes. Nice. Nice. I'm off. Think about Nikki right now. Nikki. 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 Yes. Nikki. Nikki. Now. Yes. 
eating the chips. Snap my keys. Well, Mark, uh, get to hear from me, pal. Okay, thank you. Yes. Yes. That was funny. <laughs> I might like that better than the real Mark the Bagger. <laughs> That's a good impression. Damn right. All right. Go ahead. Give it, get, Robin needs to catch up here. Go ahead. I'm not going to let me win. Go ahead. Right. I'm much happier when she wins. Yeah. This Whackpacker enjoys a five-course meal every Christmas. Is that High Pitch Eric, Wendy the Slow Adult, or Underdog? Oh, we know Gee. the answer to this. I know the answer to this. Uh, Go ahead. And, you but, do? But, but, I'll give you the answer if you want. It's underdog. Uh, you know. Remember, she always talks about the fucking um, the Christmas, and she makes. Yeah, it's underdog. Just really? say underdog. Yeah, I'm telling underdog, you. Underdog. Then I don't uh, know anything. A- I would figure high pitch isn't counting courses. Five would be too low. <laughs> no, no, no. She is all over the whole thing, and it's 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 a crazy food amount. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. Here we go. Right uh, now, I'm beginning to remember like some menu she was putting out for us. Right. That's it. What I do is uh, I reconstruct uh, an ancient uh, Roman banquet. Uh, for an appetizer, you have uh, uh, tuna fish. Then you have um, a slice or two of deli uh, beef for your first main course and some grape juice. Uh, next, you have bacon, sausage, and cheese with apple juice. And then uh, a chicken breast uh, with more with more grape juice. Um, in the course of those courses, you uh, you eat uh, one or two uh, uh, Kaiser rolls. That for dessert, you could have uh, maybe fruit or um, fruit or, or perhaps cheesecake. Suzanne, that strikes me as an awful lot of food for one person. Well, you don't. Once you start with the appetizer, you don't go nonstop through every course. I found from experience after um, two, maybe three courses, I feel full, and then I stop for a while and engage in some recreational activity uh, until I have uh, uh, some room again. That's like a wow. Roman orgy, you know, in the Roman. <laughs> yeah, but the, when the did it roll, they have deli? Uh, what the heck? <laughs> her spin. Her spin. <laughs> it's her thing. Tuna fish and deli. Tuna, it's like a, they, they, they assassinated every animal on the planet and ate it. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, hey, Bigfoot, what's up? We just heard about you. You had a horrible Christmas because your name was Mark and your uh, father's did. name was Yeah. Yeah, by roping all my dad's presidents. Because I'm Marky Shaw Jr., we need Marky Shaws. I say, if I'm Marky, your name is Marked as well as my name is Mark, you open it up, it is. Yeah, like my dad's name was Ben. If they named me Ben Jr., and then every Christmas Benny, gift. Benny Stern Jr., I'm Marky uh, Shaw Jr., open up all you goddamn gifts, because his <laughs> name was Mark as well as my name is Mark. You know, what did I know? He'd be wicked, get wicked mad. Yeah, well, I'm very sorry for you. I feel very bad. Wow. Yeah, we got impressions of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't need the whack pack anymore. No, I, gotta, I, I don't need that. Well, they're all, you know, biting the dust, so <laughs> we got to do something. What you got? Any more? Robert and I are enjoying these games, yes. So finally, this whack packer claims he has sex with his holiday turkey. Uh, is Robin it medicated Pete? Is it medicated Pete, 
Ass Napkin Ed or Bigfoot? Oh, I'm going to say Ass Napkin Ed yeah, on this. Of course. She's right. She's right. You win. Ass Napkin Ed. That's correct. I mean, he's talked about it. <laughs> well, I hate to admit it, but <clears throat> I have been known to fuck the turkey. That's why I like to get the one with no bones. You put a little hole in it and fuck oh. it. You put your dick in a raw turkey. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just Absolutely. like a pussy. And where do you finish when you're having sex with the turkey? In the turkey. Right in the turkey. But then I cook it. And then What if you get it pregnant? And I stuff it. How many times have you had sex with your Christmas turkey? I've done it twice already. I've had sex with the turkey, the Christmas turkey, and Thanksgiving turkey twice. And I'm planning on doing it again in a few more weeks when, when it comes around again. Ooh. Ugh. I don't believe it. I don't either. So we, we, we had a hard time believing Ed's claim. So I jumped on the phone with him when he was allegedly going to fuck the turkey. So you, you can be the judge if this is legit or not. All right. So you have a raw turkey in front of you and you're about to fuck it. It's sitting right here. She's, uh, yeah, she's good to go. Well, she, I'm looking at her right now and she's giving me a motherfucking boner. I'm going to suffer. So are you currently aroused? I'm getting there. I'm looking at her. I'm getting there. It's going in, in one second. Here we go. A <laughs> <laughs> weirdo. Oh, my God. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ed, are you currently penetrating this turkey? Uh, Fred is jerking off, if you can see, Rob. Uh, Ed claims he... It claims he watches porn to get hard for the turkey. That is just fucking weird. I mean, first of all, bother. And exactly, it's a lot of work to go through. And Ed also said that even though he thawed out the turkey, his dick was cold. Right, Uh, Wolfie? I have that note in front of me. Well, this is what I was saying to myself. I said, if he thinks the turkey is like a pussy, he's never had a pussy. He sent me a picture. Pussy is warm. Pussy is awesome, Robin. <laughs> Ed sent me a picture that is so disturbing. I'd, I'd love to share it with you if, if you want to take a look. Go ahead. What is it? Oh, dear. I'll, I'll, I'll send it over to the, to the guys now so they can post it for you. It, okay. It's it's Ed's dick with the turkey that he's fucking. And as hmm. I said, I was very skeptical about it. But I've examined this picture, and you can clearly see there's like pepper and spices on Ed's dick. So I think he actually did do it. Wow. Let me see the picture. What's this last clip? Oh, Ed can't finish? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, look at uh, <laughs> Yikes. That's some picture. Put oh. that up on Instagram. All right. Um, what is this? Ed can't finish? He couldn't fuck the turkey properly? Yeah. So he, he sounded like he was way into it, but it just it didn't end the way that you think it would. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, fucking juices are all over the curtain. Oh! 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 Oh!
country. This yeah. thing is starting to fucking stink. I'm going to have roaches, I think. Is your dick currently in this turkey? No, I pulled out. I had to, I had to fucking pull out. What was coming out of the turkey? Oh, you should see. Um, it's just some kind of brown juice. And uh, it's, it's really turn, it's a turn off. Oh, what? Turn off. Oh, <laughs> so wow. Turn, so <laughs> turkey wasn't sexy. Uh. <laughs> wow. You are uh, you are gross, dude. Why is it gross? I don't know. Oh, shut Fucking up. You couldn't even come. It's gross. You know it's gross. And you don't even You don't even know how to give it hard to a turkey. Rap and I've had over a hundred women, so I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. You're why are you bothering with turkey if you can get a woman? Because I don't have one at the moment. And Wolfie, I hope you showed him the other one where my penis looks huge. Well, Ed, <laughs> that was the weird part. Ed, you, you texted me afterward to try to explain that the turkey picture, that your dick wasn't fully erect. Like, you, you thought I would care how big your dick <laughs> well, looked? I mean, if you're going to show it, I show <laughs> the real size, which is just under a foot. Oh, right. Sure. Your dick is just under a foot? You've seen it. This means somebody's stepping on it. You got a picture of his erect penis. No, Ed, you never sent me a picture of the erect penis. It's in a it's in a porn video. Gary probably has it. Oh, oh, yeah, we gotta <laughs> go sure scour for a movie. <laughs> I think I, I remember seeing your penis, and it was not twelve inches, dude. No, it's not quite. It's about eleven. Oh, uh, bullshit. I'm not kidding. I'll show it. I'll send it to you again. Yeah, but but let me see your face attached to that penis. Send it right now. <laughs> yeah, don't send us some <laughs> random porn I picture. Sure I, I made sure I did that in the video. I turned the camera around to show my face. Gary, did you see this video of Ed's 11-inch penis? I have not. Oh, you see, I, I no have no idea what he's talking Ed. about. Yeah, I'm not uh, a real I'm not a real religious guy, but. Is that any way to honor Jesus's birthday by <laughs> fucking a turkey? I mean, I, I can't think of anything more sacrilegious. You know, I mean, I'm not religious either. No, evidently not. You know, this is baby Jesus we're talking about, and you're fucking a turkey in his honor. But you, you jerk off all the time too. Yeah, That's but not I don't fuck turkeys. Off. It's it's kind of first of all, I jerk off all the time for medicinal reasons. I don't want to get prostate cancer. That's number one. So I have to <laughs> ejaculate on uh, twenty-seven times a month, which I cannot do anymore. So it's a ridiculous number. I don't know who put that out there. Secondly, <laughs> I don't ejaculate into a turkey or any food products. Yeah, you ejaculate and then cook it. You said. Ed, Ed said he had to pull the turkey into his bedroom because he didn't want his mom catching him fucking it in the kitchen. <laughs> like she, she lives upstairs. <laughs> Did you? I'm going to be honest with you. Did you feed your mother that turkey? No, she had one with bones in it. <laughs> so you don't oh, give so that to other two people. Turkeys, yeah. Because you know, I don't want to say anything, but that could be a huge health risk if his semen's in there and it's not cooked properly. Because uh, no, I wouldn't. All right, that's that would be really sick. Mine was boneless. Oh, God. I'm never going to be able to get through Thanksgiving and Christmas again. <laughs> hey, uh, Ed, this is your lucky day. There's a turkey on the phone that wants to have sex with you. Hold on. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
dead. Uh, alive. Not, what is that? It's still alive. Yeah, sounds like she you wants. You like him live? <laughs> <laughs> she says um, turkey act. She, she she wants you to fuck her on Jesus's next birthday. <laughs> uh, did you say your, your dick was really cold inside the turkey? It's freezing in there. <laughs> If you I, somehow, I think if yeah, you had that's it, why I don't think he ever did it before. This was a surprise to him. <laughs> no, all I, I know is I think if Ed had an eleven-inch dick, he'd be showing it all the time. I've never seen this thing. Where would it be showing? Hey, turkey! Yeah, the turkey's still talking. <laughs> gobble, gobble twice if you have a really tight turkey pussy, so Ed knows. Well, okay. This is it's your this girl. One. This is this is your this is your turkey right here. I didn't, I didn't even use that hole. You got to cut a hole into it. A, a turkey, gobble once for no, twice for yes. Can you also give a great blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Ed's interested. We need to get your number. Uh, although uh, Ralph says you're not good enough, Red. <laughs> how do you do you feel good about an 11 inch dick do i feel good no i was talking to the turkey she says yes so this might be a, a good match we'll try to hook you two up next holiday now what season I, what i mean ed is um if you had an 11-inch dick, somehow I think you'd be sending us pictures of it all the time. Yeah, he's never when... made a big deal about his dick before. No. I, I have a video of it. Yeah, but why don't you have like a... Why can't you take a selfie? Yeah, you could snap it right now. Because it's not always 11 when, it, when, it's, not, <laughs> when it's not... Yeah, it's not always 11. <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes. That's like me. Once I was 11 inches, but most times like three. Don't forget. Don't forget, Howard. I'm, I gave myself a blowjob when I was 15. Yeah, well, hey, listen, you're lucky man. I'm surprised you stopped. Yeah, that, but, the, uh, the, picture, the picture you sent, your pubes are almost longer than your, your than penis. Your dick, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, that's why, Wolfie, I sent you the follow-up video to show, too. You never did send I told you. I never got that. But you, got a, you got a picture or something, you said. Yeah, of a woman's face. Oh, I'm, I, I just want to finish up with the turkey here. Hey, turkey, uh, <laughs> gobble once for no, twice for yes, all right? Um, do you want Ed to wear protection when he fucks you? No. Oh, no. Uh, gobble twice if you want turkey anal also. <laughs> oh, Likes okay. turkey anal. And likes it. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to remove your organs to make room for that big penis. <laughs> yeah, this turkey's a freak. This is your girl. Yeah. Ed. Howard, who can I send the video to? Fuck the video. Take a picture of your dick. I told you it's it's not like that unless it's big. Unless I'm... Uh, uh, well, when does it get that way? Take a picture then. When I'm getting right. blowed up. Oh, stop it. Ridiculous. What? Anyway, you, uh, hey, Turkey, thanks for the call. Uh, gobble twice if you want Ed to come on your drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right. Thank you. If Ed doesn't take you, I'm going to I'm going to grab you on a date. <laughs> I've done a watermelon before, too. I know. We know all about you. He's all right, through Ed. all the food groups, I guess. Yeah, he told me some other stuff, but I think it's illegal, so I'm not even going to mention it. It was right. This is what I'm saying. All these people <laughs> should be arrested. Uh-uh. Except for Bigfoot. He was just opening his dad's present. <laughs> yeah, he was just hurt by his father. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. We'll uh, see you tomorrow. Uh, J.B. Smoove. Ooh. He's going to stop by and say hi. I haven't talked to J.B. in a while. J.B. on a big roll. With he, that, is. Uh, he is. He is. He's everywhere. He, yo, yo, he even yo, said, yo, yo. He said to me, I don't want to get too famous. I just want to be a little but bit famous. But I think he's right there now because, you know, he's doing commercials with Halle Berry. Yeah. Is that right? What's the commercial for? For Caesars. Haven't you no ever kidding. seen that one? Yeah. He's, no. You know, telling everybody they can gamble now and Caesars, whatever. And uh, Halle Berry's playing Cleopatra and wow. uh, gets in the limo with him. And well, it's his life. Looked- she still looks good. She's well into her 50s, uh, Halle Berry, right? She's good looking. Yeah. Yeah. She's holding it together. So Charming Jamie's woman. Move has, has, you know, done something he didn't intend to do. He's gotten really famous. Yeah. He told me, I, I don't want to get too famous. Well, I'll let him tell you tomorrow. Uh, J.B. Smoove. And uh, so we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.